This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, are we ready? I'm ready if y'all are. I'm ready. I did say ready. Are you ready? <laughs> I did say that. Yeah? If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah. Wait, 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 hold on. You mean to tell me that the only copy, the only copy you got on this song is on this laptop? I just finished it today. I, I left my hard drive in New York. I'm about to email it. Nah. What do you mean, no? Hackers. Who's hacking your emails? NASA. NASA's hacking your emails. Yeah, remember the Snowden dude? Oh, you mean the NSA? Yeah, NASA. Is it Nevada or Nevada? Because I've said Nevada, and people were like, Err, Nevada, huh? I don't want to put all my uh, chickens into one egg and let it hatch into, I don't know, a, a dinosaur. And now. Is this where I ask a follow-up question? But just, but I'm so curious. No, so I'll just leave it to my imagination. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Thursday morning, the 25th of April. What's up, children? Hi. A question. Every Thursday, mm. drive to work, mm-hmm. come down La Brea. Mm-hmm. La Brea and I think it's Melrose. There's a strip club. Oh, I think of this all the time. Right? I bring this up to uh, Danielle uh, all the time. Thursdays, uh-huh. it's 525 yes. in the morning. Yeah. Pack. Valet? People outside walking to their cars at 5 a.m. I don't know if they're walking out or in. I've seen people going in. I can't and figure I think, it out. What Could it be a, a meeting of some kind? If they had a meeting for strippers, would it be at 5 a.m.? Do you know what else I've seen outside at 5 a.m.? A busy taco truck. <laughs> That's true. People eating tacos <laughs> right there. It, I, I, I don't it's understand. mind-boggling. Why is it booming when we're coming into work? Well, I think the answer is obvious that next Wednesday night we're sending beer mug to that strip club to you find out it, what goes on. I mean, do you think they stay up all night? Yes, I, they have to be. I do. I, I don't know. Them walk, walking out, there's tons. You know what okay, else? Okay, how is it? Okay, oh, there's so many. I, I honestly thought of this every, okay, every day I think of this. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so you think that it's still staying up from the yes, night before? I do too. Yeah. Because I don't think it's likely that they start something at 2 a.m. I think they start something at 5 a.m., but... But here's my thing. If they if they stay open all night, you're not looking at the A squad, right? No. No, 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 no. This <laughs> so is So that many people are not sticking this around. This is the bench. Right. Yeah, the bench. This is the deep bench that they don't ever really they're kind of trying out to be a stripper. How do I yes? not know that they're What's wrong with your mic? Is it not on? Yeah, no, we now it's on. Yeah. Okay. I mean, no, we are, but it sounds sure. terrible. Oh, not oh. you, it does. Well, it was hanging upside down when I came in this morning. Good. So I had to maneuver some stuff. Are you talking into the backside of it, maybe? It sounds tinny. Well, it unless does. They, Try the they yellow move. one. Oh, wait. It sounds better. Turn it off while I do no, okay. it. Oh, no, you got it. You're good. Oh, yeah. It You're was turned around. Yep. You're talking backside, yeah. Okay, <sighs> yeah. sorry, what? Hi, Allie. This hey. place is a joy. 
<laughs> okay. Um, Why do you not know what? How do I not know where a strip club? Like by Pink's? No, she, he's yeah, talking by about. Pink's. He's talking about the famous one. Uh, on it's crazy. On, uh, le- crazy legs. Crazy, crazy girls. girls. Crazy girls. It's, on Melrose and La Brea? No, it's on La Brea it's on and La Sunset. Brea. Oh. La Brea and Sunset. Past oh, Sunset. Okay. okay. My across like, from, across from the other strip club at the Jim Henson company. <laughs> oh, Crazy Girls. I mean, it's it's going right. off. Yeah. Crazy yeah. Girls, that's the one where Courtney Love used to strip. Yes. Wow. It's going off. And also, there are tons of uh, very fancy executive limos. Not like the ones you'd rent, almost like the ones you own right? that are oh. waiting across the street at but 5 a.m. That's why I think maybe it's a meeting for people who own the chain or something. Right, like, hold, I don't, hold on, hold on, they own hold on the one chain second. Every <laughs> As you know, we meet here every Thursday as owners of the strip club chain uh, let's to ask, go over business tickets. Let's ask just in case somebody listening knows something. About yeah. what goes and it's on there. just on Thursday mornings. For the, I've, I've seen known, it. I've seen it on Friday mornings as well. And I've okay. seen it once on Wednesday, but about. 90% of the time is Thursdays. So give us a call if you know something about this. Yeah, and there's still... There's, Let me oh, sorry. save this. All right. 1-800... Hey, don't get all uppity. Well, I, this is my third attempt to try to, to put out the phone number. 1-800... So do you think that there's... 520 If you know anything about what the guys were talking about, about this mystery overnight or early morning meeting at the I Crazy Horse. I mean, it's happening. I feel like I need to pull over and find out. For sure. But I'm always late, so I can't right. really do that. Well, this, um, is why it's a, this is why it's a mugs on the street assignment. Oh, great idea. That's what I'm saying. you got to send mugs down Put there. Put them there at like uh, noon Wednesday and just have them stay all <laughs> the way like, through. I hope it's like a fraternal order and he gets murdered. <laughs> and we like stumbled on a very important like uh, Illuminati meeting. That is very curious. I'm so happy you brought that up. And every day between the time I see that on Thursdays and get into the radio station, I completely forget about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's probably five minutes away. It has to be an overnight thing. There's no way there's a middle mm-hmm. of the night You would meeting. think so. But it has to be. But it's yeah. going off and i'm saying an overnight thing it's not going off at five in the morning yes ruben come on in okay of course ruben we're done <laughs> ruben how long have you been going to the strip club first of all I, you know what actually quite i've been there a few times uh-huh. and it goes off it goes off now i just looked it up and it stays open until 4 a.m it's 5 20 right it's so, packed stragglers i mean it no takes, so this is one club that's kind of unique in that it does serve alcohol, but alcohol probably ends at two. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm sure they probably st- they they do stay open until four, and then it's a pretty hard to get drunks out of a bar. Anyways, you think it's an hour and a half hard to get drunks out of a bar? Well, I've seen then, them thrown guess out. Guess what? They can't drive, so now they're hanging out on the street waiting for their I Ubers or a that's... taxi, and there's not very many of them out at five it's in the morning. It's not satisfactory for me. <laughs> Especially is it the, you, Jensen? With the fancy cars and the limos out yeah, there. Yeah, that's. I would agree that the fancy cars is strange. Also, I. By the way, Ruben, you drive a fancy car sometimes for people. Yes. Do you? I used to. Yes, and I have picked people up there at all hours is of the that night. Right? Yeah. Mm. Hey, Ruben, what was the first strip club in the world? Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> and you, aren't you glad you weren't on the Titanic? <laughs> did you used to have to go to caves to see hieroglyphics of naked women? <laughs> was that the first strip club? Um, I also would throw out that what are like why does a strip club need to be open till four? That seems late. I mean, Vegas. All yeah, there's a lot of twenty four seven. But Vegas is the. The only city that I know of that is 24-7, and I just can't imagine. I mean, it's not just open. It's, it's really it's happening. happening. Yeah. 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 
Uh, beer mug investigation, you guys. I'm sorry. He's our. He's I our. Know, I never thought of that. I was. I was always like, I'm the man for the job, <laughs> but I don't leave my house early enough. He's. Uh, he's 60 minutes beer mug. So let's get him on it. Let's find out. Yeah. I love that. I love the visualization <laughs> of old man Ruben at the strip club. By the way, <laughs> <In> a cane. <laughs> I love that. Who so needs much. a ride? Look, we're drunk, but we're not that You're desperate. You're the age of my great, 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 great granddaughter. Can you get closer? I can't see you very well. <laughs> All right, great. So it's now we got so we got a mission for next week. Jensen thought the same Always. thing every time he drives by. The only thing I can think is if it's the only strip club like in L.A. Yeah, they're going to stay open a little later. It's not, though. There's others in it's Hollywood. It's across the street. Yeah. Really? Jim <laughs> Company. Yeah. No, uh, there's a ton of them on Sunset. Yeah, Seventh Vale is a name that I've always passed for 20, you know, 30 years. I don't know. There's a ton of them, but I would say there's probably four or five of them yeah. in Hollywood. Really? Yeah. yeah. I just remember the girls, girls, girls on Sunset, then that close. You're and watching I thought, music videos. Yeah, it was a Motley Crue video. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. I'm really out of it. Yeah, getting... full, like full nude? Well, I, I haven't gone in. Yeah. I haven't gone in. It's I'm just... just pasties. Get the F out of here. <laughs> right, that, especially right? at four thirty in the morning. Who's with yeah. me. Don't need to see sagging pasties. <laughs> I want to see some pergy boobies. But they are not working at four o'clock in the morning, though. That's yeah. my point. I don't know. They these might the, be. These are their moms that are working in the overnight. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Nana can't provide for her granddaughter. <laughs> Why is it gonna be Nana? <laughs> oh. That's a terrible stripper name. <laughs> Nana. Nana. All right, I think we got right, it. We have to get. I some, think we got it. Coming we to the stage, get bugs on it. She's ready to roll and ready to rock. Get your tips ready for Nana. Oh, sad. <laughs> All right, you got anything else there, Bean, or you want to oh, go no, into that? Oh no, that was the thing. All right. All right, we need to send mugs though. I can't take this. Absolutely. Out. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Oh no! No. Is that not working? Oh no! Oh, what no. happened? It's on. Try it again. No. No, it was going. It's oh, through it's his computer. Through his computer. Oh, wow. oh, man. Nothing is right. sadder than oh, that. This is a, but the, thing, a, the other thing opened This is a there. sweet radio station we work at. Okay. <laughs> well, that could, that could be me. We'll, we'll evaluate in the break. All right. Um, April Foolishness Ringside Seats. We're doing this in the 6 o'clock hour. Great. And how are we doing that? Uh, I believe a ray, for the meeting. ray of Sunshine is coming back. This is, is because, ray, because Ray Romano is on the bill this year. We are going to be looking for your Ray Romano impressions. Dave seems to think that everybody can do Ray Romano. Well, his, his voice is easy. Which is interesting because even Dave can't do it. Yeah, Dave's <laughs> is terrible. It's I mean, so it, it may be one of those voices that everybody thinks they can, but they mm. sound awful. And one year we had Ray on the phone listening to the whole thing and none of them knew. Uh-huh. And he said, I don't, do I sound like that? <laughs> Why don't like, we didn't all recognize- try? You go. Deborah. Okay. Right, okay. Hey, Deborah. Okay. Welcome to April Foolishness. What was that? I don't know. Welcome. Do you know who Ray Romano is? We're doing Ray Romano. I've never seen Ray Romano. Bean? Abby? Deborah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The British Ray Romano. Very excited. So that'll be coming up in less than an hour. Give you a chance to do your Ray Romano impressions to win your way in. Jensen does get up on this Mm -hmm. on Thursdays. Uh, We're going to talk about buying terrible merch. Jensen, where did you go that you bought dirt? Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Such a dork. He bought a little container of dirt. Like a vial? It was uh, like a test tube. Oh. Paid for it. Brought it home. Do you still have it? I thought I... No, I don't anymore. But because I had it for Danielle way too long. Because doing the right thing. Well, yeah. I needed her to marry me. Yeah. So I threw it out. <laughs> uh, we're also going to announce the opening act for April Foolish this oh. morning. And uh, Colin Hanks will join us. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Love him so much. Mm. That's coming up. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
I care very deeply what Ali has to say mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. what's happening. Same. Sure. But more than anything. And now breaking news, boom. But Claire is on the line, you guys. More than almost anything. I think Claire is on the line, and I think that she is going to break wide open what's happening at the Crazy Girls. Hey, Claire. Hello. Hi there. It's not, it's not a break wide open thing. It's a, we live in Los Angeles. We know that things happen here that other people don't want to acknowledge happen here. Okay. So we all know that, like, girls come in and out. They strip. They get served up to, like, private, like, people come in and, I don't but even it, know how to explain this. But at four and five <laughs> in the morning? And only one well, day a week for the to, most part. Yeah. Well, because they have to come in for the weekend. I mean, what do you want them to come on on Tuesday? So you're saying, no. like, hold on, hold on. I'm not behind <laughs> this, by the way. So, no, it's Kevin. Kevin is on scheduling. Uh, so you're saying that, that women come in from everywhere just on that, like, for the weekend starting for Do you that? not know about the, the role, like, the the American stripper circuit, like, and I know that girls... California is the porn capital of the world. Okay. So people come here from everywhere to do things to make money. Mm-hmm. Right. And... There are certain times of the week and the day that, you know, this happens. So at 5 a.m. So, when I see all those cars, those are strippers that are here from all over the world and no, are, no, are no, there no, guys? No, those no. Are the, no that, those are the gentlemen representatives watching what needs to happen for their weekend events. Oh, my God, we've opened a Twin Peaks episode. No kidding. So people are there to hire talent for their weekend parties? Yes, at least the weekend, if not more. Oh. Yeah. I mean, uh, for I'm just asking for a friend here, but what's, <laughs> what's that going to cost him? I have no idea. I don't I don't pimp them. I'm not the pimp. I'm okay. The All right. Party. Take it easy. <laughs> I'm not either. Now, Bean. I'm not either, and you attack me, so. <laughs> wow. Uh, All right. So I, I guess what we're saying is. It's the kickoff for what is Los Angeles's underbelly of women who are purchasable for weekend or longer events. Does that sound How much up? of an underbelly can it be if you're driving by and watching it happen? True. Okay, but so yeah. it's not so overbelly. Okay. <laughs> Very fat. Claire, I, I'm sorry that we've disappointed you so much. <laughs> Wait, Claire, are you telling me that when I look at Instagram and I see girls on yachts those girls not just on, love yachts they're not on like a vacation <laughs> no not usually oh. no they're usually paid to be there i know right and oh, their moves no. are not usually real as well yes. oh. this is crazy talk Claire. Now you're ruining my life <laughs> and by the way i don't know why you think I'm we sorry. care about that yeah. I mean, honestly. <laughs> all right claire cool. we, thank you we appreciate you bright and early this morning uh, shining a light on what we've been missing right under our own noses you guys we had no idea this and i have been on. worried about that for for two yeah. months. Yeah, well, Can't figure it out. I'm going to walk in there and be a Liam Neeson and just save everyone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure the girls are okay. I'm just going to stop by just to make sure they're oh, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I all. just wanted to say I'm not positive you're the Liam Neeson type. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank, you, don't mind my thank you, Claire. We appreciate you. Okay, thank you. Okay, okay. bye. bye thank All right. You. Also, so, let's be honest. Sex work should be legal. This is just insane. We need right, to protect these women in the in the best of ways. Absolutely. All right. So Claire cleared it up for us. How about that? Thank you so much. Allie, we still got some time for some what's happening. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about some of the new words coming to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary? Not even a little bit. 640 words. This the, is Bean's, like, best day. The English language is evolving, you guys. Uh, yes. Uh, we knew that Stan was in the um, the better dictionary, uh, Oxford, mm-hmm. right? Two years ago. But now it's in Merriam-Webster. Not only is a noun, 
Like which stand means, like Eminem? Yes. Yep. Okay. Which means an extremely or excessively enthusiastic and devoted fan, but it's also a verb. So to exhibit fandom to an extreme or excessive degree. Stan is a noun and a verb. I love it. I like it too. Uh, do you guys know what it's from? Do you know its origin? Uh, well, I was going to tell you. All right. Well, I was going to ask if quiz wise. Okay. A lot of people think that it's from Eminem Stan. Mm hmm. But it's really Nas who developed the word as a catch-all for right? excessive fans During in his song Ether. Uh, I, I mean, she's I got the story. Goddamn now! We're only giving her three minutes. Let her do her Jeez. story. If you know anything about the strip club on La Brea and Sunset, call now. One eight hundred five two zero. Move God, Jesus. <laughs> what are some of the other new words? That I are... don't know, Jensen. You want to finish the story? It's call a cross now. between stalker and fan. Stan. Call now. <laughs> Ega is another word. Oh, see, okay. Yeah. So the origin of ega, no, we got it. Like you comes joke, from Nas. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, ega should be in the dictionary. Uh, buzzy, not buzzy? just Jeopardy, uh, causing or characterized by a lot of speculative or excited talk or attention. I'm not like, sure. I feel like that should have been in the dictionary yeah. ten years ago. Agreed. This is something I've never even heard of. But do you know what a bottle episode is? Oh yeah, one that stands alone. Yeah, it's a standalone, a standalone episode. Never heard of, of that. Of a TV show that. Uh, well, I mean, so it's it, got a through story, but this one stands by itself. Exactly. Yeah, oh, I never heard of that. It doesn't tie into the rest of the plot line of the show. An inexpensively produced episode of a television series that's typically confined to one setting. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. So there you have it. What about Stan, though? Do you have any more information about Stan? By the way, I am so excited by dictionary talking. If I could request this every day, yeah. please. I mean, we went if from, Jackson will allow it. No. from strippers no. <laughs> to, to dictionary dictionary. talk. That is like a boner boner. <laughs> and a lot who is of, being more excited yeah, about? The, the dictionary. The dictionary, that's right. <laughs> a lot of people would be like, boner killer, but yours was like, boom. Thank God we stopped talking about strippers and started talking nice. about new words. Understandable. Cock. No, don't. Happy birthday. Stan is, it, here's the thing. Okay. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We covered. Hank Azaria. He's the best. Al Pacino, Renee Zellweger, and Jason Lee. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I saw this story, and it uh, it blew my mind for two reasons. This was a medical miracle, as far as I'm concerned. This is a woman named Munira Abdullah, who, in 1991, you guys, in the United Arab Emirates, where she lives, she was in a car with... Uh, somebody else was driving. She was in a car with her four-year-old son in the backseat. Yeah. And the car she was in collided with a school bus, okay? A very serious accident. The that's my great news. <laughs> nope. The last thing she did as she saw the school bus approaching and the accident imminent is she hugged her little son, Omar, and then the crash happened. Oh, very different from Omar's real mom. Right. And she was... <laughs> would have kicked the door open. She right? was seriously <laughs> injured, and for reasons not explained in the article... It took her four hours to get to the hospital after the accident. Now, I don't know if this is a case of it was just a mangled wreck and they couldn't remove her, but it took her quite a quite a long time, and she went into a coma. What is this, 2001? Oh, wow. This is 1991. 1991? Yeah, so she went into a coma and never woke up. But is the four hours, the, like, would, if she would is have gotten relevant? help better? Like, I feel like, quicker? yeah, I feel like brain damage happened yeah. while she was waiting for medical care is what it sounds like. And you're like a doctor. And I am a doctor, yes. Okay. So she never woke up until she did after 20 
seven years in a coma. She was kept alive for 27 years. Been barely alive. Yes. Family visiting her. Yes. We hope she wakes up one day. Yes. Every day for 27 years. Yes. Can you imagine? Wow. You would have to give up. Well, this is what this is, family this is the first half of what astonishes me okay. is, I mean, they were keeping her alive. They had a breathing tube in, yeah. and obviously they were, you know, uh, they had the, the way they feed, well, I guess they feed you with an IV as well. And they said, she's not coming back, kids. They weren't seeing signs of improvement, no. so they kept at it? Yeah, they just wow. kept her there. Wow. And, you know, they do all the physical therapy and stuff like that so that you don't atrophy your mm-hmm. muscles and everything like that. Probably thinking that that was a big waste of time because she was just going to die of old age at some point. You know what I mean? But you go back to the family for a second. So you are shocked by your mom's in a coma and then a month goes by and you go, wow, this is so bad. I sure hope she comes out of it someday. And then a year goes by and you're still like hanging on by your fingernails that maybe it's going to happen. And then I can't even understand how you keep the hope going when it gets to be five years, 10 years. 20 years. I mean, at 20, yeah. do you sort of you have to mentally give up. I mean, it, right? Because it's been 20 yeah, years. Yeah, I think you have given up. Yeah. You've lost your mother. Uh, her son, Omar, by the way, is now 32 years old, right? Wow. wow. That was four? He was four wow. at the time, yeah. He said that she, mom started to make strange sounds in her last week of treatment in Germany, her son said. And then three days later, she woke up and started calling his name. Well, oh, first she gosh. said... What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For years, I have dreamt of this moment, and my name was the first word she said. She is now able to communicate in a reasonable manner. Um, In her mind, no time had elapsed from the accident. So she screams Omar's name because the last thing in her brain was, a bus is coming to hit us. Right. And I need to protect my boy. My four-year-old. Yes. All right, so thing one, how do you keep hope? How do they keep her on the machine for 27 years? Thing two, where do you start bringing mom up to speed with what she's missed in 27 years? If it was 91, she missed the internet, for example. Yes. Right? That's yeah. a pretty huge history changer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And cell phones. Right. Another thing that would blow your mind if you were seeing it out of nowhere from 1991 technology in your wow. mind. Um, I mean, the very first thing I thought when I saw this article is somebody's got to tell her about Smash Mouth. <laughs> right? I mean, somebody needs to bring a bring a, a, a you know an iPhone in there and say, "Listen to this. This She's is all star." Listen to music on that piece of metal. I was thinking too, like one of the more confusing things for her might be Mike Tyson. Because she she went under when he was like the toughest, like oh, scariest man the world. in the world. Yeah, and now he's sort of a big. He went to jail, one. Right. Two, a cuddly sort of comedy character. Yeah. And also Trump. Well, well, first, don't you have to... Don't you have to start with Barack Obama? Isn't that, wouldn't that blow her mind? Oh, start. As well, far as president? first of all, she's in the United Arab Emirates. I don't know oh, if she, she care. even okay. cares about politics, but right. just stuff in the world yeah. that she has missed. How about September 11th? I mean, yeah. She, she, would have, she, she would have no idea. She would have no idea about anything that's wow. ever happened in the last 27 years. And what was the one of the pilot's names? Omar. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> what I got. <laughs> you guys, she doesn't know the Kardashians. Oh, she's, How lucky is she? She's going to want to go back into that coma, right? Oh, and man. OJ's that funny guy from the Naked Gun movies. Yep. He's just flying through the airport, <laughs> jumping over things. She doesn't know like four things about Michael Jackson. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> right. There's a whole list of stuff you'd have to catch her up on that. I mean, how do you break it to her? If, like, if you're having the Michael Jackson talk, because if it were me, if I were the guy coming out of the coma, I would be like, guys, you really got to clue me in here. Right. Where do you start? Start from right? the beginning. Mm-hmm. Start from the beginning. Tell me everything I missed. So how do you start with Michael Jackson? Do you start with he's dead? Or yes. do you start with his record sucked at the end? Or do you no, start with the bad, bad thing? It depends if he liked her or if she liked him or not. But I would say he's you he's start dead. with he's dead. Yeah. I think dead. so, because that's probably the biggest shocker. Oh, but it's worse. <laughs> yeah. But nothing happened to Bill Cosby, right? <laughs> <laughs> and mom, I gotta tell you about this movie Human Centipede. You're not gonna believe it. Oh. I hope Human Centipede is in the first five things that they tell that mom about. I have the DVD. Pop it in. <laughs> It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Look, not uh, not everybody can do impressions. Right. Um, what are you Ray doing Ramon- there? But I'm looking for my paperwork. But Ray Speed's Ramon- crawling under the table while he's talking. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Ray Romano seems like a relatively easy one to do. You would think. You would think. Uh-huh. Then we heard Dave. And, right. that, and that changed everything. Dave? Hey, good morning, everyone. Hey, Deborah. It's, not, it's not bad. I, I will say this. Yeah. It's better than any of Absolutely. us in here. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No question. But yeah. it's not Ray Romano. Ray Romano is one of the great stand-up comedians of all time. And we're super psyched uh, to see him tomorrow night at Kevin Bean's 11th Annual April Foolishness. He is on the lineup along with our friend Felipe Esparza, who will be on the show on Monday, by the way. Uh, Adam Ray, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie If, Jamie Lee, they're all going to be there. The Kevin Bean rap battle, of course. Surprise is still to be announced. You can buy your tickets at AXS.com or you can win them with your Ray Romano impression right now. This game is called Everybody Does Ray. Everybody does Ray. Hey, I'm Ray Romano. Everybody does Ray. Hey, Deborah. Wait and make it a good day. Oh. Just do a good Ray. Hey, if you do a Ray Romano impression like me, you could win ringside tickets to see him at April Foolishness tomorrow night. Deborah. I can't wow, just tag how'd you get Ray to do that? <laughs> Seriously. You can't just tack on Deborah to the end of everything you say, can you? <laughs> what, Willie? All right, so we're looking for your Ray Romano impressions. 1-800-520-1067. Let's start in Montebello, and let's say hi to our man, Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. I know that it's unlikely you're going to be able to top uh, the King of Mexico's impression, but could we hear some Ray Romano, please? Hi, I'm Ray. Sorry I'm fighting a cold I got from my twins. Twins are a great thing because I save money on photos. Hey, Bean, great tattoo of the queen. The more saggly and wrinkly your skin gets, the more recognizable the tattoo. Oh, sorry, that was Bean. 
<laughs> Manny has a whole routine. He has a charge. It's a full bit. Everybody does me. I'm sorry. The, the impression wasn't great, but the material was right? fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think so, extra points. Uh, but does that, are we keeping points? Um, <laughs> we never yeah, was. let's just put everyone on hold. How does we'll extra points help? Okay. Right. Well, if we have a clear winner at the end, sure. we award. If not, we do a draw. Okay. So, so far, Manny is excellent. All right. Greg in Santa Clarita. Good morning. Oh, no. All right, Greg, do you have a Ray Romano impression? <laughs> Is that all you have, Greg? That's it? No, please. Watch my show. Everybody hates Raymond. Emmy Award winner. Uh, Greg, it's Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> everybody <laughs> does Raymond. I say we do battle now oh, and get man. rid of Greg. You want, you want Greg to have an, an equal chance to Manny? Well, I, what I said is at the end, we if there's right. no, let's just put everybody on hold now in, in case right. we don't. Okay. Art in Ontario. Good morning. Oh, hey, those guys are fake. I'm the real Ray Romano talking. It and might be. That it, was great. That, that, that was good. Go on, Art. What else? Yeah. Oh, okay, so the fact is that right now when I do my stand-up comedy, it's good, you know, on stage, but it's terrible on the phone. Terrible. Okay. Uh, I, could do a, I could do a really good knock-knock joke. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. Ray Romano doing a knock-knock right. joke. Sure. All right. Uh, it's knock-knock. Uh, Who's there? Who's there? Interrupting Cal. Interrupting cow who? Moo! Timing was a little long. Yeah, you have to interrupt. Until then. And by the way, it's interrupting cow Deborah. That's what you should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, hang okay. on. Art was good. Art was he great, was good. yeah. All right, we're going to have a tough uh, decision to make here. Scott in Manhattan Beach, hi. Hey, guys. Well, we're playing for April Foolishness tomorrow night at the Microsoft Theater. Ray Romano will be there, and so will you if you're the best Ray Romano impression. What do you have, Scott? Ma. Everybody does, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was Scott. <laughs> that was very Ray He put the most work into it. <laughs> I, I mean, I believed it. Right. All right. How about uh, John and Whittier up next? Hi, John. Hey, guys. All so, right. Debra, you, oh. bring me a beer. No, Ray Romano. Oh, never mind. I'm just going to curl up with Bean. Are you doing Homer Simpson? What are we listening to here? <laughs> Everybody does Ray. <laughs> okay. Look, not everyone does Ray. Uh, right. Should John give it another run, though? Did he know we, we were starting? Maybe he didn't think we were on the yeah, air. Yeah, let's have him, have him try no, it again. No, I didn't think I was on the air. Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does Ray. <laughs> Let's hang on and uh, put Paul on hold, you guys. We'll make Paul our final contestant. Are you positive? What? Yeah, they we haven't finished screening. One more. No, no, it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, it can't be worse. Yeah. It could. Let's go to uh, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hello. Uh, final contestant. <laughs> for everybody does Raymond. You have a Ray Romano impression? Yeah, I do. All right, let's hear it. I'm not feeling great about it. <laughs> no confidence. Okay, go ahead. For the sake of the marriage, get a king size. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> Everybody does right. What's, what's, what's my motto, you guys? Why, why take one call? Uh-huh. When you need to take one, one call, too many. Right. All right, I, I loved Manny's material. I thought Art's impression was better. Yeah. What did you guys think? Agreed. Manny's material was better. Art's impression was better. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know what I think, though? I think that Art's impression was better, but oh. Manny did have great material. Oh, okay. So it's right. Art, Art we're saying. <laughs> is that what we're saying? Let's go to Art. Hey, uh, Art this in uh, is 
Ontario. Yeah, I won. You won. Oh, that's wonderful. You're going to see me do some stand-up on stage. I don't think you get, you don't get a spot, no. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Thanks for playing Everybody Does Ray. Everybody Does Ray. Hey, I'm Ray Romano. Everybody Does Ray. Hey, Deborah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Love Thursday mornings because Jensen is here. It's time to get up on this. Get up, get on up on this. Get up. Every week I bring you things that you should be up on, things that you might not know are out or things that you may have missed over the past few years. This week I'm very excited to again be your curator for television. There's too much out there. There's too much TV, Jensen. Mm -hmm. Too much TV, but I am here to point out the things that you should give attention and time to. Okay. There used to be a stigma incorporated with being fired quickly from Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you guys remember that kind of thing. It was like a professional setback, and it came with like a set of insults. It was worse than not getting the job in the the first place. (laughs) Yeah, you would be like uh, never heard from again. There were a lot of people, too, in that category. Tons. Like Robert Downey Jr., and I think maybe Hank Azaria was one. Tons of people. They only lasted one season is the Mm -hmm. thing you heard. But if you look closer nowadays, being let go by Lorne Michaels without having a chance is almost like a badge of honor, (laughs) as many of the best names in comedy have had this experience and went on to have incredible careers. Like you said, Robert Downey Jr. is one of them. Uh, Jenny Slate. Yes, because she said the F word by accident. On air, that's right. Lori Metcalf. Joan Cusack, Sarah Silverman, Rob Riggle, Casey Wilson, wow. Uh, wow. Michaela Watkins. These you, are you could make a, a an alternate Saturday Night Live universe with those people, and it would be a good. lot better. And I'll I might watch you. it. Yeah, it's a very long and prestigious <laughs> list. Uh, well, there's a new name to add, and I think he's made the most impressive comedic television so far in the year. His name is Tim Robinson. He lasted only one season on SNL before being fired, then would go on to create and star in the cult hit The Detroiters, which was canceled last year. So I wouldn't say he necessarily has had great luck in the entertainment industry. The Detroiters was so great. It was good, but not popular, right? Great. Good, but not popular. I loved it. But this week he released I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson on Netflix. It's a sketch show that is absolutely brilliant in the vein of like a Mr. Show or Kids in the Hall or wow, high praise. Key and Peel. Right, I'm telling you, right in the Hall of Fame. Uh, ironically, it's inventive and very fresh, which SNL probably is considered not That's right why now. they were like, you know what? You're bringing us fresh ideas. Yeah, Get out. <laughs> please, do the norm. Uh, it's awkward at times. It mostly focuses on the absurd world of doubling down when you're embarrassed by something. Love it. It's so cringy. <laughs> I love it. Does it make sense? Like, there's one sketch that... It's a guy who accidentally is pulling on a door what? instead of pushing on it. Sure. And After a, it's an in job interview. It's a job interview, and he pulled, and the guy goes, "Oh, it's a push." He goes, "No, I, I think it's both." And then <laughs> he commits so much. I'm not going to ruin it, but like he won't give up on the door at all, uh, and it's incredible. It's almost like what happens when you take something three steps too far. So this is Michael Scott on steroids, e- e- yelling a lot of yelling. <laughs> okay. Michael Scott, uh, as if you need more reasons to watch. It is produced by the Lonely Island. So oh wow! No, this is great. Uh, they were actually the ones who convinced him to do it. The first season of I Think You Should Leave is six episodes long. That's nothing. But more importantly, each episode is only 16 to 20 minutes long. Oh, that's so the show great. Is made for you, Kevin. Yes. You can jump in anywhere. The sketches are not intertwined. You don't have to see one You can to watch the other. an episode every time you poop. I love that. <laughs> oh, it's a long time. That's a long time, dude. Yeah, each How much poop a, you got? <laughs> it, it stars Tim and has appearances from names like these. His Detroiters co-star Sam Richardson, Cecily Strong, Vanessa Bayer, Will Forte, and American treasure Fred Willard. 
Here's a wow. here's a small clip from from his appearance. It's a funeral. The regular organist couldn't make it, so they hire a replacement who might just be used to a different type of organ playing. <laughs> to honor Paul, why don't we listen to and enjoy a beautiful song? Oh, our organist Peg is under the weather. So we have a replacement organist for the day. Let us bow our heads. Two, three, four. Do I let it keep going? Yeah, oh, please. My condolences. Thank you, New Joe. The thanks is all mine, Parson. I would like to now call up Paul's daughter, Olivia. And I'll play her on. That is not necessary. <laughs> this one is somber, so it's all right to cry. It's called He Layeth on High. And it's about a big baby duck who gets his head caught in a stewed tomato. So hold on to your hats. Two, three, four. <laughs> He has a big organ with, oh, like, plates that he throws, I and can't. it's just in the middle of a funeral. That is can the I best. Just, can I just say... Shut up and take my money. Yeah, oh. it, I mean, it's so good. I rarely watch something and immediately know it's brilliant. You're like, you're like, oh, that's perfect. This is... You can binge every episode. You can see everything that's on that. Netflix in under two hours right it. now. I watched it last night, and I told Jensen, it's one of those that I'm yelling at the TV, stupid! It's so, <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. That's and high praise so, from Ellie. It really is. It's, that's high praise. <laughs> Listen, you won't regret it if you make it part of your weekend plans. It's called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson, and it is this week's Get Up On This. Get up, get on 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 up on this. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I have to give it up for Jensen. He did uh, voluntarily admit that he made a dumb purchase while on vacation one time. It's dumb. Does that cover it? Dumb. Um, I don't know. Let the listeners decide. All right. You were, uh, first of all, you were in Iowa, which is really more my speed than yours. How did that happen? Uh, I have a grandfather from, uh, from Dubuque. No oh, kidding. No. Okay, and how far away does he live from the famous Field of Dreams field? Yeah, I was very young, but I remember it being a... That wasn't the question. <laughs> no, I just say, I can't, don't quote me on the exact What are you wearing? <laughs> About 45 minutes, I believe. Oh, okay. So yeah. close enough that if you're in Iowa, you certainly want to go by and see the famous... It, at that time, because the movie was semi-new also, yeah. it was a, I mean, it was packed. Dude, it's still... The biggest tourist attraction in Iowa. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that just says things about Iowa. No, not... but I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, hundreds of the, thousands yeah. of people go every single year to the, where the Field of Dreams movie was made. That's so funny. My my grandmother lives in Iowa, mm-hmm. and I've never, I've been there fifty times. I've never <gasps> once considered it. <laughs> really? Not even thought about it, and went, nah. Well, did you uh, get any souvenirs? I didn't. Okay. Which is where you win. I not only purchased a t-shirt, which shows how bean-like I was even at the age of eight, mm-hmm. uh, but I also paid, I think, $8 for a small test tube of dirt from Field of Dreams. From the actual field. They made you think that they went out with a little beaker and took and picked up the dirt? Yeah. Uh, and you said... Thank you. $8. Yeah, $8. What a steal. Yeah. I mean, look, I know what you were going for is in some ways, if you fall under the spell of that movie, and particularly if you're a little kid, mm-hmm. you go, this is hallowed ground. Yes. It's That's a, what you're thinking. Absolutely. 
I mean, that also just is a good excuse now that I'm, I'm going to glom yeah. onto. I mean, it's not a moon rock or anything really cool, but right. I mean, at least it's a spot where a thing happened. Well, or <laughs> no, a movie, where a movie, a movie was, was made about a thing happening. Thing you've yeah. ever said. <laughs> but I, I, I think I had a bit of a like background in it because I also I was reminded that I purchased a piece of Alcatraz, like a, a piece of a rock of Alcatraz when I was a kid. No. When I visited that, like just from the side of the building. And mm-hmm. then my mom also said that I purchased a piece of the Berlin Wall from Mervyn's. What? From the- Mervyn's? Yeah. <laughs> Why would they have it? I don't know. It was at a what Mervyn's. What? And they had, they had a, a piece of the Berlin Wall on yes. sale at Mervyn's. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of pieces. There was like a tons of boxes, and you and you paid like fifteen bucks or something, and you went home and you got a piece of the Berlin Wall at Mervyn's. Yeah. Okay. That, you, somehow that's, you got ripped off. Yeah, there. That's, that's just not insane. possible. Let me ask you it wasn't about like a guy selling them by himself. <laughs> Let me ask you about the Berlin Wall because yes. that is that was a significant moment in world history. Yeah. When the wall sure. came down, that's why 20. they brought it to Mervyn's. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess my question is, Kevin, in your estimation, is that a cool souvenir? Or is that still a dumb purchase? Um, in my mind, I don't buy souvenirs, really, mm-hmm. for the most part. In my mind, you know, the Berlin Wall has to be head and shoulders above a dirt. A thing of dirt. <laughs> right. I mean, but I guess what I'm saying and is... That was on a movie set where something didn't really happen. But if somebody gave you a piece of the Berlin Wall, is that something you would keep? And and would it mean anything to you? Or would it just be clutter and junk? And... If it wasn't somebody that I cared about a lot, it would yeah. just be junk. Just be junk. Well, it. someone on eBay this week is selling... For $65, grass from Kanye's Sunday service. No. Mm -mm. Do it. That you have to do it, is Jensen. Insane. This is in keeping with your policy. All right, I'll look at it. Buy up. meaningless stuff That's for sixty bucks. Insane. So someone just picked some grass up, put it I in their even... pocket, and said, "Oh, this is from Sunday service." I have Coachella. a question for you. They just picked up grass from anywhere. Yeah, no, they no, just, no, no. and they probably just picked true. up dirt from anywhere. No, they're and put true. it in a little well, beaker. The dirt's probably true, but sure. The smarter part is uh, that this person was was you know thinking ahead and took a picture of themselves ripping the grass out while Kanye was performing in front of them. Oh, oh authenticated it. Okay. But, I mean, this isn't grass from where Jesus returned. No, uh, where Jesus he walked. walked. This he is, walked. But this is grass where a rapper sang a song, is what mm. I'm saying. And, and barely a song. That is not, that's not a souvenir. It's currently at $66, it's, two, two bits. It's not a souvenir. Six. Is Why is that not a souvenir? Because it's not. Something happened there? <laughs> By your standards. Here's here's a picture that I just found of him holding up a Ziploc bag with the grass in it, and you can see there's you know the Kanye performances. Well, in front I of can't him. argue with that. This was premeditated. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. was. That's concerning. Um, do you think that most people look? I've traveled a little bit, and if you go to the Vatican, for instance, mm-hmm. perfect example. You want a Pope snow globe. I mean, no. you just do. You have to have <laughs> Pope a Pope snow, snow globe. globe. That no. seems like, do they even sell that? They sell Pope everything. But snow globes? Everything. You have one of those? children's oh, yeah. tears in I have it. a Pope snow globe, yeah. He has a Pope snow globe. But I, what I guess what I'm saying is, if you went, Ali, if you went to the Vatican, would you not want a souvenir of your trip to the Vatican? I would give them no money. Oh, at all. Because it's a Catholic Because of the scandal okay. thing. Yeah. How about you, Kevin? Um... I don't think you so. You wouldn't get a the Pope is rad t-shirt or anything like that? <laughs> I'd or? get a Pope is rad t-shirt. If they were t-shirt. selling that, I would get it. Um, <laughs> I'm just surprised they have something as whimsical as a snow, snow globe. globe. That's oh, yeah. weird to me. I can't, I can't imagine going to a place. I, I genuinely can't. I'm being honest. It's not a purple. Going to a place. Like, I went to Oxford a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I, you you have, spoke at Oxford. I spoke at Oxford. You have to get a magnet. 
No? Yes. I like I do have magnets from almost everywhere that I've been mm-hmm. and I will get little keychains. But they're in a drawer somewhere, and yeah, I never just think cheap about it. Crap. Yeah, it's still a souvenir you bought. True. Yeah, All but right. it's still cheap crap. I mean, one of us. One of wasn't us. Wasn't there anything better that you could have bought? Maybe a sweater or something. Is that what you're alluding to? Well, I don't know. Anything dirt? Should I have bought more sure, dirt? More dirt. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, my probably entire the same front, dirt. My entire front yard is just souvenir dirt <laughs> from different places. <laughs> we want to. Uh, don't step on the Vatican. We, we want to. What kind of calls are we looking for? Are we looking for. Dumb souvenirs? Look, you uh, were We're impressed. You were swept up in the moment. Yes, you were impressed Mm -hmm. by it at the time. However, looking back on it, like Jensen is now, doesn't necessarily hold up to scrutiny. I I will say that there is something, and yeah, you can take the selfie in front of the Eiffel Tower, but for a lot of people, they want to have a something concrete something mm-hmm. tangible to remind them of that trip so maybe they buy like the literal the little miniature eiffel tower that they can just put on a shelf or something like that see i would buy I they have in those shops they have a thousand like beautiful pictures of it i would mm-hmm. buy that long before i would buy it before you'd buy the eiffel tower di- dish yes. towel <laughs> don't you think like it, it would still remind you of being there but, but it's what an about amazing the, but the eiffel tower teapot cozy what about that well, you didn't tell me that was a good one. <laughs> I mean, if you go to Hollywood Boulevard, we have, you know, there's like six or seven of these shops. It's the worst. That have like Oscars that say like best hug and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. It's crap. Um, how about I Heart New York, the T-shirt? Would you, would you ever we, think about that? All of us had one at of those shirts yeah, at, at some point in our life, right? We all had a Planet Hollywood shirt at one point. No. I did not. I did not. All right, I'll be alone over here. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I bet they're still selling I Heart New York t-shirts 100%. by the, by the yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands I do day. the opposite. I have uh, three friends that are into soccer with me, just those three. Mm-hmm. And I buy the horrible little little action figures that look exactly the same, and they just put a different name on the back of it every okay. single time. But I buy it because it's funny because it's crappy. I don't ever buy it because... But do you buy it to reflect every game you go no, to? No, not at them. all. I just find it funny, and I send a picture to my friends, and then I toss them in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> now, lately, I stopped buying it. I just take pictures in the store. Yeah, <laughs> Save sure. me some money. All right, 1-800-520-1067. We want to hear what souvenir that you bought that maybe wasn't the wisest thing you could have bought. Maybe reflecting on it, you could have passed. Also, should we, I should just, we take one before the break real quick? Just before, I found out you can buy it now on the Holy Grass from the Kanye Sunday service. It's $500 if you want to buy it now. Oh, my oh, God. Do it. Okay. Right. okay. Let's see what Jesus choice, has in, right? uh, or Jesus in Anaheim. Could be Jesus. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. I could go either way. Hey, hey Jesus. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? What'd you buy? <sighs> well, so 2016, I went to Russia. Cool. And I went to... Uh, I went to a sauna full of literally. I was the youngest guy, maybe for like by thirty years. <laughs> they pumped, they pumped me full of vodka, and all of a sudden I went to the gift shop and I well I was buying uh, bathrobes and like those little hats. Did you say that a bathrobe? You have a bathrobe? Yep. Yeah, from Russia, and it's still in the package. Like I haven't even used it. It looked cool at the moment. Yeah. When I you know, but now it's just sitting in my drawer like doing nothing yeah and I, I think, you need to wear you'll be a baller you walk around the neighborhood go out get your mail and a russia robe yeah come that's, on that's pretty cool you're missing out Jesus. <laughs> you thought it was lame we're telling you it's awesome <laughs> you blew it all right thank you for the call 1-800-520-1067 what wacky souvenirs did you buy we'll talk to you next on k-rock kevin and bean on k-rock k-rock we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Tim in Huntington Beach. Good morning, Tim. Hey, what's up, guys? So, Tim, I support, I support all lame souvenirs, by the way, so you got my vote, but let's hear what you bought. All right. Well, I regret it because uh, I don't like buying animal stuff, but... I was on tour passing through Alabama or Louisiana for the first time, and in a gift shop, I saw an alligator for a keychain. Right. I don't know why, but I bought it. Um, I mean, do you think it was a... Was it made out of, like, metal? No, it was... I don't, I don't know what's inside it, but it's an alligator foot. It's an actual so it's alligator, alligator foot. Oh. That's a big keychain. That is, uh, you're walking around with a an alligator foot. No. <laughs> so I, I kept it in the paper bag, and I didn't take it out. I, I felt bad immediately after buying it. Yeah, that's something you get if you're, like, cursed by an old gypsy. <laughs> Put it in a stew. Yeah, <laughs> that's not, like, something you buy. That's or, something you're, like, bestowed. alligator attacks you, and you beat it. You go, yeah. oh, take your foot. <laughs> it does sound voodoo-like. Yeah. Yeah, Tim, I think you re- you made the right decision keeping that in the bag. Kevin and Bean. Apparently, uh, we're all Jensen, according to the tweets and the texts mm. and the calls that are coming in. Buying souvenirs that seem like a great idea at the time. Here's one from uh, Randy. Uh, during the OJ trial, I bought a Don't Squeeze the Juice t-shirt from the Venice Boardwalk. <laughs> great idea. I wish I still had it. Remember that? Remember Don't Squeeze the Juice? Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's funny. Uh, speaking of uh, the Vatican, uh, Bean, this is from Raul. I bought holy water from a shop just outside the Vatican. It was probably tap water, but my grandma liked it. So, uh, and Francisco, I buy silly straws with the name or picture of the place I'm visiting. I have over 60. That's silly great. straws. Huh. Have you seen Just souvenir silly great. straws? No, but these are my people. I don't know anything about that. Also, Allie was all judgmental, and then during the break, she's like, I have shot glasses, I have Christmas ornaments, I, she has everything. I just don't think of those as souvenirs, but they definitely are. They're souvenirs, but they're not embarrassing. Uh, uh, welcome ah. to the club. Okay. Let's go to uh, let's go to Peter. Let's uh, do him up first, please, on line six. He's in Los Angeles. We're talking about wacky souvenirs that you bought. Hey, Peter. Hey, what's going on, guys? What did you get? What did you buy? So I think I might have Kevin on board for this one. Okay. Well, uh, it was uh, I think it was during Thanksgiving. The LA Kings were having a promotion for uh, um, a, a Zamboni gravy boat. And oh, I'm sorry. Nice. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> so it's a gravy boat in the shape of a Zamboni? Correct. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. You have to buy that. <laughs> you don't even have a choice. Just for the record, I started to, I started to look it up, and I put in L.A. Kings and then the letter Z, and it finished Zamboni Gravy Boat. <laughs> Do you use it every holiday, Peter? So I have literally never used it. Oh, and- Peter, you're such a disappointment. To, to make matters worse, I didn't actually even buy the pack to go to the games. I bought it off of eBay because I couldn't afford the pack for the games. So. Oh man, I, yeah. I like your, I like the dedication you I have. I do too. Yeah. Hey, but uh, use the gravy boat. Yeah, do the right thing this Thanksgiving. Make it a celebration. All right, thank you, Peter. Appreciate the call. Let's go to Henry, line three, please. Up next, Los Angeles. Hey, Henry. Hey guys. What's your uh, uh, wacky souvenir? 
way, way, way back uh, when uh, Dodger Stadium was doing the revamp of just like, you know, fixing up the stadium, a buddy of mine was working out there and he took a couple of pieces of the bullpen fence. Um, he sold it to me for $25. It's about a two by three foot just chain link fence. And I, I mean, I, 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 my idea was to hang it up someday in my, in my, in my man cave and all that good stuff, but it's just been rolled up under my bed for the past couple of years. And I've been Love begging it. me to just throw it away, but I can't. Yeah, but you, I do have a piece of the forum floor where the Lakers used to play. I do See? have a piece of that. Oh, okay. The hardwood? It's not oh, wow. wood. Yes. That's okay. legit. Yeah, everyone's really coming out of the woodwork yeah. now. Yeah, it's not dirt. You're, you're not all by yourself. Oh, yeah, it's not dirt. It's right. floor. What's our ruling on Henry's piece of uh, chain link fence? I actually probably wouldn't do that. I, I, I think if he has a man cave, he could just put it up and mm-hmm. be like Dodger Stadium, bullpen. Right. Yeah, but it's, it's, not a, it's not a seat from Dodger Stadium. I mean, it's a fence. Wow, how dare wall. you, wow. Henry? I'm sorry, they're so awful. Being all judgmental. I, just, I know. I'm just yeah, wondering. Okay, you did the right thing, Henry. All right, we appreciate the call. So thank you so much. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Brian, please. Line one, Toluca Lake, up next. Hey, Brian. Hey guys. Good morning. Good morning. Souvenirs. So, my mother, my mother-in-law is probably the queen of the most useless, clueless souvenirs and gifts. Um, she came back from a trip to Ohio with uh, salt and pepper shakers, Lincoln Park salt and pepper shakers for me. Gave them to me as a gift. That sounds like it has to be a bootleg item. What? Has to be. be. Uh, What? Salt and pepper in the shake of Lincoln Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were plastic. They looked like somebody printed out the album art and just glued it around them. That is so janky. But here's what I'll say. His mother-in-law, right? Your mother-in-law bought it for you. So that gets you off the hook. Yes, she did. Well, I'll tell you what, when she comes over, we pull them out. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for the call, sir. We appreciate that's it. That's what he meant. Let's go to Johnny, line five, LBC. Hey, Johnny. Hey, what's up? What's up, party people? Talking about crappy souvenirs. What'd you get? Oh, I, I took, I'm going to take the cake here. I bought a box of mud from New Zealand. So in New Zealand, you go everywhere. There's like thermal mud everywhere you're, they're selling it. It comes in different sizes. So I said, you know what? I'm going to buy a box of it. I'll use it later. Uh, for a, a facial or whatever, never used. I found it last year in the back of my drawer. It was rock hard. Again. Uh, <laughs> wow. uh, I mean, a box of mud. I that... feel like he's sending messages to people through that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you coming on to me? What's happening here? <laughs> Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, from the 310. I don't know. This one may be the one, you guys. This is crazy. My friend bought a can of air... At Mount Fuji in okay. Japan. It's oh a very my. real thing. Oh. Yeah, it is. Is Mount Fuji supposed to be some sort of religious thing? or Does what? it matter? No, but why would if you want If it's a bottle of air, well, who cares? You're very high altitude, and the air up there, you know, it's different. It's Yeah, you know, but what you, know, you don't you breathe You think that's it. what's in that jar? Well, it is. I mean, that's what, that's what they said when I bought a full case. <laughs> so. No, but I, I guess, but you, how would you ever, you could never enjoy it. It literally is just a bottle with air in it. If you open it, the air is gone. So, I I hate to bring it to you. There's no air in it that's any different. It's that's just my a point. bottle it's that just says air. Mount You're Fuji. Just buying a bottle. Yes. Like Jensen has dirt. Has nothing to do with Field of Dreams. <laughs> There's a lot of dirt in Iowa. Right? You ever Are been they there? New? What's going um, on? Let's close with this email from listener Mark. I have a collection of over 100 souvenir 
fingernail clippers from all over the world. Ooh, I'm glad it's not clippings. A hundred souvenir fingernail clippers. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're actually all made in China, but I bought them from all over the world when I travel. So in other words, every like country he goes to, uh-huh. he buys souvenir fingernail clippers. How do you choose that? Like, why is that his thing? Out of all of the of other the crap stuff. they sell everywhere? When you could buy air? Why are you wasting your time <laughs> on fingernail clippers? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. You people are so damn lucky that you don't have to listen to Bean talk during these songs. <laughs> Holy crap. I thought we were having fun. Yeah, you did. I thought we were all hanging out. Name of Bean's autobiography is I thought we were all having fun. <laughs> uh, boy, uh, my autobiography has been named today. Uh, my new rap name, Murder Your Friend, has been yeah. named, friend. created today. Mm-hmm. This is Red Letter. Uh, it's also going to be a Red Letter Day for some young comedian. He or she is going to be on stage at the Microsoft Theater tomorrow night opening the show for Kevin Bean's 11th annual April Foolishness. You, the Kevin Bean listener, have been voting all week long. We're going to unveil who that person is just after 8 coming up. Beer Mug, as I understand, is going to be at that person's home. Well, don't tell them the bad part. Oh, that's right, yeah. So uh, congratulations to you. We'll talk to you on the radio in about 10 minutes. First, Sally's here with What's Happening on a Thursday. Guys, the Prince Estate is releasing a 15-track album. It's previously unreleased songs. It's called Originals, and it's first going to stream on title from June 7th to the 20th, and then it's going to receive a physical release via Warner Brothers on June 21st and then be available via all streaming and downloading services after that. But it's songs from Prince's quote, vault recordings, which were selected by Troy Carter on behalf of the late singer's estate alongside Jay-Z. And it's basically songs that he did from 1981 through 1991 that he primarily composed and wrote for others. A lot of them became huge hits, like Sheila E.'s The Glamorous Life. So we get to hear Prince's version yes. of The Glamorous Life. And the, I love this. the Bangles' Manic Monday. I love A lot this. of people don't know he wrote all these oh, songs, all too, so it's going to be great. And a lot of people don't know that nothing compares to you. They just yeah. think Sinead O'Connor. That's Prince. He actually put out a version of that. Though, he, did. he did. Yeah. He yeah. did. Yeah, it was a standalone version um, cool. on Family's uh, self-titled 1985 album. Also, Kenny Rogers' You're My Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Van 86's Makeup. So that's a little bit more of a deep cut, but I cannot wait for that. Oh, By that's way, great. Carmen Electra has a Prince Bop. Yeah, she was yeah. one of his, like, she kind was. of... She was. One of his protégés. She has a good song that he wrote. Yeah. Hopefully that's on there. He he always whatever had it's called. a yeah. really, really hot chick in his stable. Of course. That, that he was, like, mm-hmm. whether it was Vanity or it was uh, Carmen Electra or it was Apollonia, mm-hmm. there was always somebody that he was writing songs for. Absolutely. But uh, I love that, and I love that we heard he, there are thousands of songs in the vault. Yeah. And I hope that they start curating those because, I mean, I can see the argument that there's a reason he didn't release them because he didn't want them out mm-hmm. there. But now that he's gone, the fans want to hear them. Mm-hmm. But here's the weird thing about Prince, and not to talk bad about him because he's dead, but he put out a lot of songs and not all of them were great. I mean, he was prolific. Yeah. And you'd get an album and you go, I like two of them. Yeah. Yeah, you're not into the jazz uh, experimental really. albums. I don't know. He's just got a lot of weird stuff, so hopefully yeah. they'll be able to, you know, pick good songs. Well, it's uh, it's important because Prince's half-sister, Sharon Nelson, has accused Comerica Bank and Trust, who's the administration overseeing Prince's estate, of mishandling the late singer's finances. According to Billboard, her and her siblings' fight against Comerica has resulted in thousands of court filings and millions of dollars in legal fees. And she says that Prince's estate will go bankrupt if the company is not stopped. Wait a minute. That's scary. 
hold on a second. Mm-hmm. How can they go bankrupt when they just released this? Let me I feel like the background singers were with them on this. <laughs> that's uh, that's Nick Cage. What? what? Yeah. Feel like the money should be poured that's, in with yeah. that kind of high that's, quality. That's Nicolas Cage aggressively singing <laughs> "Purple Rain." So Prince wrote "Purple Rain" for Nick Cage. A lot of people Isn't don't that know weird? that. Yeah, oh a lot of people gosh, don't know. How can they be out of money? I don't know. If somebody's mishandling your funds, easy. They're going to places you don't want to know about. But if they're not, how could you be out of money? I mean, do we mean, know people are mishandling the funds? That's what she's accusing them of. Wow, this is ugly. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I mean, there may not also be a lot of money coming into the estate. It's not like, sure. I mean, you don't make a ton off streaming. Right. Let's face it. It's not like he's selling records. He obviously isn't touring. Merchandise sales probably way down. I right. mean, the, the, a lot of the income streams have been reduced or cut off. So Wasn't there talk of turning Paisley Park into a huge, like, a museum? Doing, yeah. I think they are. I, mean, I think tourist destination. Yeah, they're going to they're Graceland it up so yeah. people can pay to, to tour the, the Paisley Park, yeah. You'd do that, right? I would do that, yeah. Yes, yeah, I would do too, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I'd want to see that. Kevin? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, I love Prince. Okay. I like, yeah, you, we've had this discussion. I've probably seen Prince more times than any other artist, and you're I've probably seen there him for you. 12 times, which yeah. is a lot. Yeah. For Prince. For he sure. only showed up for like half of them, so... <laughs> <laughs> when he did that uh, that run at the forum, oh. I had friends that would say to me, "Just tell us what night you're not going to see Prince," because it it got to the point where it was concerning. People. I was standing outside the doors of the forum, yeah, and we heard, "Ah, uh, Prince has canceled the show." No, <laughs> go back, get in the car, drive home. Oh. Kevin's got a lot of baggage with uh, his relationship with Prince today, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> remember, he used to call it, remember, I used to call the little pussy midget. Yes, I mean you really it's a long just, time ago. I don't you're just shoveling and burn on him. At this I don't know point, what to be most. Yeah. Offended by? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out sure. which word. Oh, his songs were good. All oh, of that was while he was alive. Shows. I'm not trying to talk bad. Well, about just uh, you're, okay. You're not trying to talk bad about. It. That's all you've been doing. Okay, agreed. You just called him a little pussy midget. I used to. I said. Why do you hate Prince? That's I my don't. new rap name. <laughs> <laughs> this got real weird, you guys. Uncomfortable. Hey, lawyers for Bill Cosby have filed a bail application. On his behalf, accusing the judge who sentenced him to prison of being a corrupt, racist plot against him. By the way, uh, Cosby is calling himself a political prisoner like Nelson Mandela. (laughs) Are you kidding? And he claimed Judge Stephen O'Neill found their client guilty because he's black. So Cosby's lawyers filed that application requesting that the imprisoned sex offender be released on bail during the appeal process. Are you kidding me? I've never seen anything like this. And reality is... Mm -hmm. What? The situation. Oh, Oh. reality is the situation. Is he in jail with the situation? I I don't think that's clear. Is it the same jail? It's possible. Remember the story that I did a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago? The situation, Uh, Fry Festival guy, and the fappening guy. That's right. What a party. Now they're going to force him if they right? get Bill. That's my, that's my Ocean's Four. <laughs> <laughs> Got to break out of jail. It's not good. Not good at all. I can't speak. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Oh, sorry to hear that. Hey, coming up, I'm going to tell you about someone that you probably would never expect to get up there and just start doing a little stand-up comedy. And I'm going to keep plowing I don't think, oh, oh, through it mm-hmm. because uh-huh. in, in this world of education, 
There is a harvest. Oh, mm. okay. By I the was way, confused. Uh, not only was he my commencement speaker, he was also Christine's commencement speaker. Really? Bill right. Cosby, yeah. I do have to say, for um, an awful man, he did realize how hot it was and humid in Boston. So he had a big, long thing planned, and he goes, It's too hot out here. Let's get inside. And he ended the commencement speech pretty early. And then bought you all wine. And then I had a drink in that. that not funny. Not funny. But that's how do it you used- do, Bill Cosby. I love him. Me too. America's moral compass. <laughs> wow. He uh, he used to go around and collect those degrees. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Yep. Thing. yeah he got doctorates from everywhere. Yeah. For sure. <sighs> Some birthdays for you. <laughs> Renee Zellweger, Al Pacino, Jason Lee, and Hank Azaria. And that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Jensen, for years before you joined the show, you were the Kevin Bean uh, hip-hop correspondent. Also the beef correspondent. And yeah. the beef correspondent, right. And so you are uniquely situated to be the guy overseeing the Kevin Bean rap battle. The mighty once-in-a-lifetime live event that's going on stage tomorrow night at the yeah. Microsoft Theater as part of Kevin Bean's April Foolishness. Yes. You and I had our first in-person in the same room, sit down, rehearsal yesterday. Hey, yes. I haven't had that. Well, I, I I emailed you, said we could do it today. Yeah, I wasn't looking at my email. Okay, fair enough. I uh, Since this stupid idea began, yeah. I have had all of my chips in on Kevin to win. Okay. As a result of our session yesterday, I'd like to double the money I'm putting oh, down no. on Kevin to win. I thought you did pretty good, to be honest. You're, you're just being nice. No, it's because I've done this for... What now? Over sixty celebrities on on the television show, mm-hmm. and Jensen does drop the mic. He yeah, might. right. We do this all the time, and I'm telling you, people I show up in worse shape. Terrible. I don't think so. I, I keep. He's saying people show up in worse shape than you were. I keep losing the beat, though. Well, that, we'll be able to fix that. In, in post. post. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not a TV show. It's live. It's no. happening live what if, on stage. What if we recorded it to look like it was live, and, and then we put it on a screen and we lip synced? Yeah. Oh, mm. they did it with the moon landing. Right? That's right. But I do think you're in a good position. I think we all together wrote incredible lyrics. Mm-hmm. I think fans are gonna <laughs> fans are gonna love it. And by that, what happened was I wrote some and Bean wrote some, and then Jensen threw them all out and wrote his own, yeah, and they were great. A, no, there's a couple of them in there. <laughs> uh, and I think, like you guys, I think fans that know the show and no references but also just want to watch two tall white dudes battle they're in for a big special night. i think anyone that listens to this show knows that we can't rap so i think they're just we're an oddity low expectation yeah, i low, texted okay. both of you guys and i said it's such a bummer you look exactly alike because i can't really make fun of your physical appearances you, know what else you I... look just like me <laughs> you know what i just found out too though when trying to write it was that we've made fun of Everything there is to make fun of about yeah. each other. There's no, so nothing new. There's no new material there. Well, now ah. we're rhyming them. Okay. <laughs> well, look, I can't stress enough. Not only is this my last April Foolishness mm-hmm. with the show, this is the last time I'm ever rapping in public. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, depending on how it goes. Yeah. I got talked into this. You are not going to want to miss the Kevin Bean rap battle, along with Adam Ray, Felipe Esparza, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie If, Jamie Lee, the great Ray Romano special guest that we can't announce yet. And the opening act winner for Kevin Bean's April Foolishness tomorrow night, who I understand we did the uh, we did the uh, you know had the poll up on krock.com for the last few days. You have chosen the winner. I think Beer Mug is in location or close to it. Anyway. Do you have a drum roll? Because I think this is a big moment. It is a big yeah. moment for this young man or woman. That's for sure to open that great night of comedy. Let's go to Mugs on the street in an undisclosed location and find out what the update is. Mugs. <laughs> I've been walking around this apartment complex for the last 20 minutes. I finally found the spot. Are you doing a Khloe Kardashian impression? <laughs> no, I'm trying to whisper. 
<laughs> oh, okay. are you? That was are you, you whispering? Are you in his kitchen? Why are you? Why are you whispering? I'm literally right side, uh, right outside his door, you guys. Oh. Okay, I mean, I thought that was the direction. <laughs> that was the plan. I hope I hear a siren and I'm him getting cuffed. <laughs> All right. So, um, how do we want to do this? He, the the per, the person doesn't know you're there. Correct. You're going to knock on the door live, and that person is probably going to come to the door in a towel or something. Do right? you have a bullhorn? I don't have a bullhorn, but I do have. What God's name is going on? <laughs> what do we pay you for? I do have I do have a confetti cannon and silly string. Oh, never okay. mind. Okay. Wow. Right. You really okay. up, you really upped our joke. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, are the helpful Honda dealers there with you too? By the way. Yes, our SoCal helpful Honda person is here. Okay. We have the we have the uh, famous Kevin and Bean April Foolishness stool that will be up on stage mm-hmm. while I while our winner is opening up. Brought a stool there? What? It's a stool that you sit on. Oh, oh, yeah. oh wow. Yeah. Why did you bring a stool? I, uh, what's happening here? Why did you bring a stool to this dude's door? He's going to say, this is the place you're going to be sitting when it's someplace else. <laughs> Sit on it. We're going to take a picture to see if you look comfortable. <laughs> this whole thing is so If you janky. look natural, you'll be opening. Way, almost no comedians actually sit on that. <laughs> no, exactly. It's, it's a bottle of water on your water on. It's just him and Mark Maron. <laughs> All right. So let's have, uh, let's have Muggs in front of the super secret location. Let's have him knock on the door and get the winner to the door. He or she is finding out the same time you are here on the radio. Okay, here we go. Gunshot. That was aggressive. Yeah, that's Death. good not. Oh, yo, please open up. What if he shoots right through the door, guys? No. Oh, let me knock one more time. Oh, no. He's not home. Again, extremely aggressive. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, oh, my God. This, he's going to think it's the SWAT. Seriously. Kevin and Bean on the phone. On the phone? On the phone, huh? Well, we are. Oh. Whoa! We did it. Hello. <laughs> is this is this Jordan Conley? Yeah, this is this is Jordan. Hey, Kevin and Bean, you're on K Rock, Jordan. Dude, dude, <laughs> we did it, man. Could I just interrupt for one second and say, can we change our mind? <laughs> <laughs> See, now no, you're no, supposed no. to say, congratulations, you came in second. Yeah, right. Um, but we just want to stop by and say you were great. <laughs> great effort. Yeah. Really great effort. Uh, yes, Jordan, congratulations. You are the winner of the opening act competition to be at Kevin Bean's 11th annual April Foolish just tomorrow night. You are very yeah. funny. You are very funny. And I don't know how you were able to energize the Conley heads or whatever your fans are called, but they <laughs> voted in huge numbers to, to bring you to our show. No, it was um, it was a lot of uh, it was a lot of paying people off. Okay, I had no, offered drugs to a lot of people. Okay, sure, but, uh, okay, no, bring those tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome to the pre-party. Hey, um, what's your comedy story, Jordan? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, uh, how'd you get started? How long oh. you been doing it, and all that? Nice. Okay, so comedy. I've been doing it for three and a half years. Um, I am. It all started as undefeated class clown. Never lost class clown. Mm-hmm. And my friends are like, dude, you got to try to figure out and do stand up comedy. I'm like, nah, it's easy to make people laugh in person, but stand up comedy is very different. I did it one time at the age of 18, um, terribly bombed, but I loved it. But I didn't have a car, so I didn't do comedy again until I turned 22 years old. And then from there, um, dropped out of school and then kept doing stand up. This sounds like a, just a string of really bad decisions your whole life. <laughs> 
love no, the fact no, that no, you. Lo- a, I like. A, I like that you loved stand-up comedy, but you sat on your couch in your apartment for four years. Yeah, there's no way to get anywhere if you don't have a car. <laughs> right. Well, actually, incorrect. Did not sit on my couch. Oh. Not on my mama's couch. No. Oh, oh, yes. Got it. Was, it was Never mind. You are killing yeah, it. So Even better. Want to make sure there's a. <laughs> it was a correction. Can I just I don't, say? Because we all watched uh, Jordan's tape that he sent in, and you still can at KevinBean.com. But can I just say? He looks like a guy who's been doing it a lot longer than three and yeah, a half very years. Nice. Very comfortable. Yeah. Very comfortable. Well, he practices on his mom's couch. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, Mom, how do you like this one? <laughs> Jordan, what's the biggest uh, venue or amount of people you've ever played for, in front of before? Uh, the biggest amount, I think, is three, four hundred, somewhere in there. Oh, well, we're, mm. we're, looking, the same. At, we're looking at like 5,000 for tomorrow night, dude. <laughs> or a little more. <laughs> yeah. Do you so, do, uh, Jordan, do you do a Ray Romano impression? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm Ray Romano. Yeah, oh, that's okay. my you could have won the yeah. contest. That's as close as any of our our contestants. <laughs> yeah. it's very good. All right. So the lineup is now complete. Jordan Conley will be opening the show. This is the fifth year in a row we've done the opening act competition, and it's always gone great. I feel good about you too, Jordan. What? What's happening? Who's talking to? We can hear you. No, 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 no. I was high fiving. I was high fiving the people. Oh, and oh. Then the lady with your mouth. Stool. Sit on the seat, the stool, to make sure that yeah, it looks good. If you look weird on the stool, we gotta find a new winner. So Jordan is opening that Adam Ray, Felipe Esparza, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie F, Jamie Lee, and Ray Romano, plus the Kevin Bean rap battle and surprises. You can still buy those tickets to see it all at AXS.com. Jordan, so great to meet you. Thanks for being on K-Rock. We'll see you in person tomorrow night. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I've never felt so good in my life. It feels so good. <laughs> it feels so good to be alive. How could we not, ladies and gentlemen? The great Colin Hanks back in studio on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, team. What's going on, man? Oh. You missed a couple of shifts, by the way. We haven't seen you in a while. Uh, yeah, Were I you know. out? Were you busy? Are you still getting paid, by the way? Because I, I, No, I've just, I've oh. been busy. There have been things, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff going on. We had to renew your key card just to get you in the building here today. I so. was at the old building <laughs> oh, for a few no. months going, where is everybody? <laughs> a few months, I like that. I found a way to get over the fence, which was really the, the thing I'm most proud of. Nice digs, by the way. Uh, you know, it's not too shabby. Yeah, it's for, pretty nice. As janky as K-Rock is, this actually is pretty nice. It's Although pretty you spend your entire day walking past people that you've never seen before in your entire life because there's like six other stations the, on this floor. Yeah, there, well, there is that. But, you know, uh, you know, it's good to shoot a, a spitballs at them at the cafeteria. Hadn't thought of that. Good. Hadn't Let me write that, that down. That's Let me make good. a note. So Very how, 50s of you. <laughs> how have you been? I've been good. I've been, I've been busy. You know, the Life and Pieces show has been going on for four years. 
which is incredible and great and amazing, and we hope to to go for for many many more. And then, well, CBS man, they the, their people are loyal. They are, they are, they are America's most. You, you get on network. my dad's radar, he'll never wa- never not watch you. I that mean, is that's true. How it works. That is true. Having said that, his dad is not alive. <laughs> so that is also luck, true. Good luck getting on that radar. Also true. Also what true. I'm saying is, while he was alive, he never missed the CBS show. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, yeah, if you don't watch CBS, you don't know that the shows exist, but. You know, when you're on one of those shows, you absolutely your your airports are never the same. How many seasons was Roswell? Roswell was well, Roswell was three seasons, Mm -hmm. two on the WB Mm -hmm. and then one on the CW. But I was only on for a year and a half. Oh, so this is by far your longest TV gig. It's the longest, yeah, yeah, longest gig I've ever had, which has been great. I mean, just absolutely amazing. And to be able to be home in Los Angeles with the wife and kids every day, it's been really, I mean, I'm kind of like spoiled and I don't want to. Do the wife and kids feel the same way about having (laughs) They want me to leave so (laughs) bad. Dad, do a movie. Get a job. Please, go back to somewhere else, please. (laughs) I think I uh, told you last time you were on that I have the biggest crush on your TV wife. She is is amazing. She's great. And she's so funny. She is a razor sharp wit. Is she heinous? in person, though? No, she's not. She No. <laughs> it's a it's, great question, She's though. not. For she somebody is... that he works with now, currently. <laughs> yeah. No, but I just Let me that. tell she's you horrible. what a horrible person she is live <laughs> here on night, the radio. She's a nightmare in person, though, No, right? she is. She's the best. She's so funny and so sweet, but she does have this very dry wit and delivery where it, it just, everything seems to just be biting and and have a little extra little like dig on it. That's and my that's my turn on. It's Colin. well, I'm hey, so I I'm so hot right now. I, oh, I understand. so hot, daddy like you. Oh, stop it. Okay, this yeah. took a turn. Right? Took a weird, <laughs> Is there another weird studio that the three of us yes. can go to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> what? Why the face, Allie? I just said I'm glad you brought these, and then I got grossed out that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, she grossed herself out. Yeah. Question. Yes. You were on with your good friend. Uh, Busy Phillips this week? Yes, I was. Okay. Allie was telling me that you guys were practically born together, right? We, <laughs> we were not born together. Accurate? I said that the, the, that would have been very huge, Game of Thrones. It would be, yes. but you have had huge milestones throughout your life that have just lined up, and you guys dated long ago. We dated when we were in college mm-hmm. many, many moons ago. That's where we met, mm-hmm. and then we both started getting acting gigs the same time. Uh, she got her first television series the same week I got my first television series. She got her first movie role the same week I got my first movie role. She... The twinsies. Yeah, I mean, we've just... For whatever reason, I don't know why, it's obviously very rare to stay in contact with uh, with anyone for longer than than twenty years, yeah, really, true. but it's even. I think it's even more rare to do that in show business, or sure. or at least two people that were outside of show business and then went in at the same time. You know, um, so f- the fact that we've been able to to remain as close and and you know, uh, I'm very good friends with her husband. She is best friends with my wife. Our kids are in the same class. What's happening? I mean, it's kind you all of, live together, I understand. Yes. Uh-huh. Is this a yes. commune? We all live together. We wear the red stuff. and sure. uh, Yeah, it's very wild, wild country. Yeah. And you both made it, too. That's what's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that... And, for, especially for actors. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that uh, we have both been able to not only, you know, eke out these uh, these careers as, as, as actors, but then also gone off and done... Other stuff, too. I mean, she, I never would have thought that she would have had her own talk show. But as soon as she told me about it, I said, that's actually perfect for you. Yeah, and let me, yeah. let me tell you the 18 reasons why I think that that's going to be great for you. You so, told her that after she had it? 
after she had the gig? Well, after she had told me that she was going to do it. Because, okay. you know, we would be at the school bus stop and I'd just say, like, how's your pilot season? How's yours? And we'd sort of talk, and she said, I think I'm going to do a talk show. And I was like, that's a pretty great idea. And I think she's fantastic. She's it. completely different than anything else on TV. Yeah, she's which is nice. She's fabulous. Refreshing. Yeah, yeah. You know? And to have a woman with her own talk show, about damn time. Yeah. Were you in her time. book? Did she uh, Did she expose any dirt on you in her book? She did not expose seller? any dirt, no. She did call to tell me that she had written some stuff, um, and she sent me a, a copy for me to read, which I read before. I read it in... A, like I, it's the quickest book I've ever read because it was so well written and it's so ten in her pages voice. long. And you were looking for your name because I was well, egomaniac. Yeah, BS, BS, BS. <laughs> my part, BS, BS, BS. My part. But um, no, a lot of the a lot of uh, our relationship was 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 not necessarily in there. And I said, yeah, that that was a little weird. She goes, well, the editor said there there really wasn't any drama. There was no tension for oh. For everything. And I thought I'll take so that. So you need to have yeah. a huge fight or I'll something. Yeah. That. yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a compliment. Okay. Your relationship so you, yeah. was too pure. Yeah, He's I woke up as friends, yeah. so there was no... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved for the editor to have been around for the relationship to see if that was oh. the case. No, mm. okay. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Interesting. <laughs> totally. Um, one more thing before we have to take a break with the great Colin Hanks here on K-Rock is that I didn't read the article because I'm very busy, uh, mm -hmm. Colin, but one of the headlines <laughs> I saw about your appearance on Busy indicated that Barbara Streisand had had showed up at a barbecue unexpectedly? No, not unexpectedly. I had had a cast, uh, sort of a cast get-together at my house at the end of last season, and it was all just very casual. And, and Barbara Streisand is married to uh, uh, James Broland, who plays my dad on the show. And James is sort of a very casual, kind of like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, he's just a very easygoing guy. He's very much like his character on the show, I suspect. Very, yeah, very yeah. much so. And he, he's a sweetheart. He's hilarious. And so I said, Jim, are you going to make it? He goes, yeah, yeah, I think I'll go. I'll think I'll I'll, I'll try and come. I'm not sure about the wife, but yeah, uh, I'll let you know. And then, um, you know, a couple of days before, he's like, so the wife's coming. And I said, great. And I told my wife and then, um, you know, the casual thing ended up starting to mm. need, you know, rent upgrading. Uh, upgrading. Yeah, yes, sure. exactly. We needed <laughs> so it's a royal visit at this we point. We needed to rent some uh, some new furniture <laughs> and get some better place settings Hire some and all that sort kids. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The cocktail uh, maker now had to wear a tie oh, and all that nice. sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, we got a little taco truck and, and she came and she, she's she's amazing. I've actually met her on numerous occasions. Of course. I made a movie with her. But Barbara Streisand um, came to your house. But she came to my to house, your house and she was absolutely amazed by the taco truck that we had. She really? thought it was just the coolest thing that you could have a taco truck arrive at your house and make you as many tacos <laughs> as you want. She was blown. She's, wait, so let me get this straight. I could go and I can ask for another quesadilla if I want. Said, yes, you can have as many as you want, Barbara. Said, this is incredible. That's amazing. Can I get this at my house? I'm like, I'm absolutely sure you can get one at your house. You, you can get anywhere. Any kind, of, any kind of food truck. There are thousands of them. Go to the museum down the street. Yes. You will see. Just hang out at the courthouse. You'll yes, be fine. Exactly. I know you're. You've met. You've worked with so many people and have encountered so many people your whole life. You mm -hmm. probably don't get starstruck anymore. But is there ever a point at which you're just having chit-chat with Barbara Streisand where it doesn't freak you out? No, not really. I think more than anything else, it's it's always just so refreshing to see how normal everybody is, mm -hmm. you know? And so when you see someone just so excited about a taco truck, you go like... <sighs> 
All right, cool. So she's no different than every stoner I've ever met. Yeah. Except, okay. except for every stoner knows where all those trucks are. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, yeah. Uh, please, uh, somebody in entertainment who's listening, pull, the pull quote is, Barbara Streisand is no different from any stoner I've ever met. <laughs> there, there's your clickbait. There's your headline. Colin is here. Life in Pieces is on Thursday nights at 9.30 on CBS. We'll take a quick break. More with him right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm going to put Colin Hanks on the spot right now. Oh, How no. about that? Okay. All right. We've been talking a lot about Smells Like Teen Spirit lately because we just had Danny Goldberg on, the manager of, among other bands, Nirvana. He yes. wrote a book about Kurt Cobain that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And he talked about the shockwave that that song created. When that song came out, it was unlike anything anybody had ever heard before. And every almost everybody remembers the first time they heard Smells Like Teen Spirit. I feel like it's the best song that's been written in my lifetime. I think that is an arguable point. I, yeah. I, I want to ask you. Although I was born in 1922, so you right? to... <laughs> Better than singing in the rain? Add that in. <laughs> Do you remember the first time you heard Smells Like Teen Spirit and did it make an impact on oh, you? Oh, uh, well, it definitely made an impact, yes. But if I remember, the, I don't remember the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's because when that song came out, that was when I was like just discovering music for myself mm-hmm. and listening to the radio by myself in my room. And so I was kind of discovering how best to absorb music. And, and that's when I started going to Tower Records and mm-hmm. you know going to record stores. And you should do something with that. Yeah, yeah, why don't you ever do anything with your love of Tower Records? <laughs> that's a great. good idea. How old would you have been in 1991? Uh, I would have been, geez, seventh grade. So however old you are for seventh grade. Okay, what, all right. 14? I was 22. 11 or 12. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I was repeat. very, very advanced. Maybe 13, 14, maybe. Oh, man, that must have been a great time to discover rock music, to be Yeah, 13. oh, no. Well, it, it was incredible. Because it was, you Blew know, your mind. Nirvana, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. It was all I exploding mean, just then. all of that happened. What I remember very clearly is that we were playing Smells Like Teen Spirit. And then is the only time it's ever happened, I think, in our career. Kiss FM and every single other radio station in the, Starts in the city doing it as well. started playing that music as well. And we we're like, yeah. what's happening? Because it, bro- it broke all the barriers. Yes. It was a metal song, but and it, was it was also a, a pop song. And it was ours. And, and it was our song. And then yeah. ripped from us in like two days. Yep. Did, did you have... Now, your dad's always been a rock fan, obviously. We know mm-hmm. that from his movies. But did you have a generational divide when you like stopped listening to your parents' music and started listening to your own stuff? Um, yeah, it was pretty much around that time. But then I'm also like such a fanatic about music that then I also like going like, okay, well, if I like these bands, who are the bands that influenced them? Yeah. And sort of went backwards. So my mom, she would listen to the, the Ramones, David Bowie. I mean, I remember listening to all different kinds of you music. You grew up in, in such a part. cool house. I know. Um, yeah. yeah. Ironically, my dad never really played that much music. Really? Um, yeah, no. He, Not even the Wonders? Not even the wonders, no. Um, and so the Beatles were really sort of the only dominant force, you know, coming coming from him. And so by the time I got into, you know, music, then I was really doing the deep dive backwards and listening to sort of like what you, I guess you'd call classic rock, mm-hmm. Zeppelin, The Doors, yeah. things like that. And they were like, why are you listening to that? That's, <laughs> that's horrible. I mean, I remember my mom saying like, that's the kind of stuff I hated. That's why I was listening to Bowie. So I just sort of, uh, you know, I just went deep dive on it. It's the first time when parents don't understand your old choices for music. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Your new choices. Right. One more question in this uh, in this arena.
Gina, because I am fascinated with this because I know what a music fan you are. And that is, as you have become, I don't know how old you are now, I haven't done the math, but as you become a grown-up and you're busy and you got your kids and you got jobs, are you still experiencing and seeking out new music? Oh, absolutely. Because a lot of people, they get to be your age and they kind of have stopped discovering and now they only listen to stuff. They... Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. I'm constantly... So you're psyched for Fridays to see what's new. Yes, I am. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm bummed if there's something... I'm, you know, I'm, I'm bummed when I haven't discovered something new. Like, there, I go through these periods sometimes where I'm listening to music pretty much nonstop and then sometimes there'll be a couple of weeks where it's kind of like just podcasts about, you know, history and stuff. And that's normally... Nerd. Be- you and I are very different. Well, that's normally because <laughs> there hasn't been something new that's really gathered my attention. And so now it's I just basically text all the musicians and I, I know and say, what are you listening to? Who do you like right now? I don't care if it's new. I don't care if it's that's old. an option like, most of us don't have. What, what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's it's cool. cool. Hey, um, Los Angeles Kings correspondent uh, Colin Hanks. I mean, I don't know that we need to focus on well, that Well, right I have to ask because this has been a big discussion here in this room, especially with the with Kevin over here, is when the Sharks are playing the Golden Knights, you hate them both. Who do you root for? Oh, that was hard. I have an answer for that. That game was incredible. What's your? I would like to know what your answer is. My first. answer is that I want Las Vegas to lose because they just came into the league and they soared, and they don't know what it's like to suffer at all. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I want the Sharks to beat them, but then I want the Sharks to get smoked in the next round. I, like, I don't want them to move on. I agree with that. I, I would say in that scenario, I root for I you like when you go to a baseball game mm-hmm. and you don't care, you root 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 for extra innings. Mm-hmm. That's you don't root 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 for the home game. <laughs> right. You root, root, root for a good game. That's Zero you people want. root for extra innings, by the uh, way. But so with that game, I was like, okay, game seven. I just wanted it to be a great game seven. As right. most game sevens are yeah. in the Stanley yeah, yeah, Cup yeah. playoffs. Mm-hmm. Even last night Even with last Carolina night. and Amazing. Washington is another good example. So in that regard, I want a good game. That was one of the most incredible games I've ever seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that it was able to happen at home for those fans, just to hear them go just bonkers with each goal i'm good with that that said if sharks get swept out of the next round i'm totally you'll good. be fine yeah who overall of the teams that are left are you pulling for to win the whole thing oh god i you know, i i don't i don't know i, I maybe you don't care I, I mean, that's a tough choice because yeah. there are a lot of teams that I don't care about yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. I, what, I'll, what i'll say right now is what i love about this playoff season in particular is that any conception of how it was going to go was thrown out the gone. window very, very early. Yeah, you the knew that, that when the lightning the, got swept. All like, the top okay, seeds are gone. Yeah, lightning gets swept, and they've got the president's... Like, it has been such a crazy playoff so far, just in the first round, that if we get three more rounds of something comparable, or even two more rounds of something comparable. Sure. But don't you think fun. Boston, like, they just don't win as a city. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think the Bruins really deserve I mean, they go, it? Sometimes they go months between championships. Exactly. What always makes me laugh is, like, when the Patriots have won and they'd be like, here, this is Boston fanship in the last few years, and it's like, Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. <laughs> Celtics Bruins. Patriots, 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 Patriots. It's insane. Yeah. All right. uh, Life in Pieces is on Thursday nights at 930 on CBS. It's a very funny show in season four already with an amazing cast. And Colin, you are so good on it. Thank you. You really are. The whole cast is so great. Some of them are even better than you, but the whole cast is great. (laughs) Tough but fair. Before you go, we want to ask 60 Seconds with Colin Hanks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look at Allie. She's going to be firing rapid questions at you. Just the first thing that comes to your mind. Good luck. Colin, do you have a favorite kid? No. Liar. Do you think it's weird that Tarzan doesn't have a beard? 
Yes. Right? If you had to, would you stop, drop, shut them down, or open up shop? I would open up shop. Amen. If you had to choose one, would you become a Ducks fan or a Galaxy fan? (laughs) Neither. I knew it. First album you ever bought? Uh, The first album I ever bought with my own money? Yes. Oh, geez. That would be Squeeze, Babble On and On. Amen. All right. Still a classic. Would you rather be friends with a guy named Chuck or a guy named Guy? Chuck. I literally have Chuck written on my coffee cup. You sure do. That's odd. It's my nickname. Dog kisses on the mouth. No, never. Oh, okay. Red vines or Twizzlers? (laughs) Red vines. Do you ever tell your friends if they have a bat in the cave? Yes, always. Oh, God bless you. Your nickname growing up? Chuck. Okay. Best pizza in L.A.? Uh, oh, geez. Joe, Joe Peeps. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We don't have that same kind of thing here. Right. Uh, There is Joe's Pizza. There is one on Sunset and then one up by Tower, right? Not Tower. Uh, The Capitol Building. Yeah. It's delightful. I'm sure it is. Okay. There's no no real real champion champion of LA Pizza. It was great to meet you in person. Nice to meet you in person, too. We'll never see each other again. No, it was was (laughs) great. This is it. This is the extent of our. Lifelong relationship, these few minutes. You know, you look taller in real life. In However, your... when you go to London to work on a project, his house is wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Colin. Thank you. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, there's a number you can always call. If you're laying there at 3 o'clock in the morning with no friends, what am I going to do? i got to talk to somebody. We're here for you. The Kevin and Bean Show is here for you. Why are you looking at me? 323. Yeah. Three, I'm just saying anybody. He has to look somewhere. Anybody who's alone and lonely. Why are you looking at me? 323-520-AFRO. <laughs> that's our number. You call us. Leave a message on any topic. Hey, guys. I have a suggestion for the Kevin and Bean Show. I think you should change your Afro-Y number to 323-520-AFRO-FAR. Oh, this isn't wow. going to be another round of calls about how hot Omar is, is it? It's not. The next one is a fan of your handiwork, Pete. Hey, party people. So uh, who is the genius that just went ahead and dropped the asshole um, <laughs> drop in the middle of Cage the Elephant song? Uh, halfway through the song, out of nowhere, you just go out here and hear the lady go, asshole. Professional. This is it, by the way. Listen. Someone down, someone down. But we didn't hear it on the air because I had Dean's machine up and who knows what was going on. None of us us knew that it happened until Dave walked in. He's like, did you guys just play a drop on the air? None of us knew. I I accidentally hit the computer with my arm or something. I would say that's a challenge to make it fit in at least once a day into some song. Sounds good. I would say that the only reason we're still on the air is that that was the drop that got hit (laughs) and not any number of others that can't be played. Agreed. Hey, yo, Bean. Heard you were leaving. We're going to miss you, man. So this was for you. Do-do-do, you the best. Do-do-do, you the best. Do-do-do, you the best. Standing on a car, fingers in the air. With some women's running fingers through their hair. Bing, 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 bing. Asshole. (laughs) Not at that point. You never think when you're talking on this side what might be happening while you're listening. Hey, Kevin and Bean podcast listener here. Uh, Get in my car this morning to listen to uh, Wednesday's uh, podcast. And I'm drinking my coffee. And uh, then uh, right as I take a sip, Bean announces the headline of holding in a fart could lead to it coming out your mouth. Literally, 
spit take right there. Windshield <laughs> all over the car. Oh, oh, no. a lot pee. oh no. goddamn life. I'm, I'm sorry about that. She looked that. the part out where she went to work and looked it up immediately yeah. to find hey, out all the details. That was a public service. Yeah. That, that was that changed all of our lives. <laughs> right? Hello, guys. Podcast listener here. I want to get in on this knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Who's there? A guy asking for 40 bucks at Bean's door. Ta-dum. Yeah. Wow. That is very... Is it hurtful? I enjoyed it a true. lot. Very true. Very true. <laughs> I love that one. Bean, why does your English accent sound Scottish? I don't understand. <laughs> Look, my English accent sounds like a lot of things. None of them are English. Try it again. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> See all the accent I've got? It's perfect for me. Here's another pronunciation problem that people have. Yeah, I've always hated Bean doing the pronunciation police for daylight saving time or savings time. But I, I got to join the pronunciation police department and say you idiots keep mispronouncing Coachella it's Carcella you dumbasses getting ready for the big Carcella I mean, that's right it's proof right there I mean wrong. yeah he nailed it been saying it wrong the whole time hey I I, I thought you guys might want to hear my air check 106.7 KROQ flash fill up here zapping you straight into the afternoon don't forget to tune in to the Kevin and B morning show tomorrow and take away $10.67 That is being actually as Flash Phillips saying that would be spanking. That dude could take my old job. Correct. Hey, I got a question, guys. Uh, when Bean leaves, um, we're all going to be pretty sad. I mean, in all seriousness, you guys are, are funny and have kept me going for the better part of about 20 years. So I thank you guys for that. But I'd like to know if Bean is going to send himself off like he did at the last radio station where he uses the music and um, snippets of, of songs right. to interview and answer the interview questions. Um, he's got a couple of months prep, so I'm sure it's going to be magic. Oddly enough, I have the one when he left W-O-H-N. <sighs> Jensen, you've never heard this. No. This is... You, I, you remember I, the break-in records? Like yeah. Mr. Jaws? Yep. Well, apparently I did one oh. as I left the radio station. Where he interviews himself. <laughs> he's the interviewer himself. and... <laughs> Uh, this is, I know you're a radio geek. I love But these. even this is this is too bad for you to enjoy. It really is. <laughs> the day that Bean announced he was leaving, I was like, if you don't put together one of these, I don't even know you anymore. So this is from what year would you have guessed? Well, I worked at WOHN, uh, which stands for We Offer Herndon Nothing. It was a Herndon, Virginia radio station. And it was, uh, I left in 1978 and came back in 1980. So this farewell was hilarious wow. because I ended up coming back like 18 months later. Today we're interviewing WOHN announcer Gene Baxter, who in a surprise press conference Friday afternoon announced his plans to leave the radio station. Excuse me, Mr. Baxter. Just keep talking, mama. Like <laughs> oh, my God. Sir, Ready? why did you decide to leave WOHN? Know that it's time for a cool change. <laughs> Don't you love Bean's, like, announcer voice? I'm standing here with Bean. Jensen is uh, <laughs> is waving it off. He's indicating he does not want to hear it anymore. No, 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 what I'm saying is more. turn it up. Yeah. More. Yeah. Get louder. Here we go. And how long have you been working with the radio station? Longer than... I see. Well, what did the management have to say when you told them you wanted to leave? Stay for just a while. Anything else? I guess you leaving was meant to be. And what did you reply to that? Oh, 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 oh,
Hollywood. Well, Mr. Baxter, do you think this will be a good move for your career? I seem to recall that you worked at the radio station before. Why did you leave then? Okay, then why did you come back? <laughs> Can you give us a hint, sir, as to what you'll be doing now? How about just what kind of job will you be after? Sir, as you left WOHN Friday afternoon, did you have any final words? Though we're going our separate ways, there can only be brighter days. Thank you, sir, for your time. I mean, honestly, that needs to happen again. Am I right? It's, Thank you. It's like earnest. It's a, really <laughs> it's like a normal interview. <laughs> what, what, what have I been doing with my career? You go to hell, you son of a bitch. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. All week on K-Rock, win tickets to the funniest show on earth. Every hour. 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Kevin and Bean's April Foolishness. Friday, April 26th. The Microsoft Theater. Ray Romano. This might bum you out a little. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's about my dog. I had to, I had to put my dog down. Oh. I, I told you. I warned you. Um, well, he's 14, and uh, he saw me masturbate. Yeah. Felipe Esposa! Felipe! This is comedian Eddie F. Please give it up for Jamie Lee, everybody. Greg Fitzsimmons. Hey, this is Adam Ray, and I'm going to see you guys at Kevin and Bean's April Foolishness. And in this corner... Now let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild west. And in the other corner. They call me Cardi, Barty, Bangin' Body, Spicy Mommy, Hot Tamale. Live on stage is the Kevin and Bean rap battle. Tune into the Kevin and Bean show tomorrow morning for your chance to sit ringside and hang out with us at the VIP pre-show party. By the way, congratulations to Mr. Jordan Conley. He will be the opening act to Kevin Bean's 11th annual April Foolish Sister Monday at the Microsoft Theater. We sent Beer Mug over to his house. Uh, Beer Mug very aggressively knocked on Jordan's mm-hmm. door. I, I did, yeah. I, I'm, su- I'm frankly surprised Muggs did not get shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really am. It did sound like a police raid. Wouldn't it was been, a lot. It would, if he, as long as he was okay, it would have been great. For the show. It would have been hilarious, yes. Yeah. I think so. And I'm willing to go, he could have been injured and it would have been okay. Sure, mm-hmm. but then eventually down the road, great. Yeah, I don't want sure. him to die. Right, right. But okay. I, I, Anything short of death, maimed, we're in. Maimed would have been best. No, I don't want him to be maimed. He, I want him to walk with a cane. I want him to have a limp <laughs> and a wooden oh, leg. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, my a God. A peg leg. A peg leg. <laughs> How'd you get the peg leg? <laughs> well, I was knocking. It's going to be Sky Jordan Conley. <laughs> like, I didn't know who it was, but I was knocking too aggressively. <laughs> but it can't be the the foot with uh, the beer mug tattoo. Oh, no, it has to be that has one. To be no, the other it one. is that one, and we draw the beer mug <laughs> on, on the peg. The peg. Oh, yes. Anyway, Can we send him back? Jordan Codley is very funny, and he will be uh, the opening act tomorrow night. You do not want to miss this show. A full lineup of comedy, the Kevin Bean rap battle, which is really coming together to be so much worse than I ever anticipated. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and special surprise guest tickets on sale now, AXS.com. We hope to see you tomorrow night. Ali's here with our final look at what's happening. Uh, We talk about this all the time. There's too much TV, and there's too many different ways to access shows. You've got Netflix. We got to watch that dumb Netflix show. Oh no, yeah, dumb means you'll love it. Yeah, you do have to watch it. It's really good. But you've got Netflix. You've got CBS All Access. You've got Hulu. You've got Amazon Prime. Coming in November, we've got Disney Plus. So we always talk about, well, do you just get them all? Do you pick and choose? Do you cut cable? What are you doing? Well, Streaming Observer did a 
poll, you guys. It was a survey based on the answers of 602 male and female Netflix customers in the U.S. Oh, they talked to males and females. They sure did. Well, they really got it covered. They found that more than 12.3% of respondents said, yeah, I might just cancel Netflix for Disney+. Plus." Wow. <gasps> I mean, that's- what? I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most serious contender. Absolutely. And it's $6.99 per month. For a month. Yeah. For a little while. (laughs) So if you really think about that, Netflix currently has about 60 million subscribers. So that comes out to about 7.4 million customers lost, if that actually did happen. I mean, if they lose all of them. Right? Well, no, no, no. They're just saying those that 12% would would equal 7.4 million customers. Gotcha. If you have kids, you have to buy it. You have to get to. Yeah, I don't class. think you have a choice. Yeah. yeah, like as you're leaving the hospital, sure. they sign they you sign up. Sign you up. Yeah, it's very concerning. You guys, Britney Spears will be checking herself out of the mental health facility where she's been for 30 days, or if you believe conspiracies, since January, she can leave as early as today. TMZ has learned that she's still dealing with that big unresolved issue, which is her meds, and that's what they're saying. This all stems from that the meds stopped working so they were trying to find a new combo of meds by the way that all happens and is real and can take forever and when you're trying to find the combo so many people give up and just say let's just stop i don't want to do it anymore yep which is what they're saying happened with britney she stopped taking them so they're trying to find the right combo mixing those together and they still really haven't found it but they say TMZ sources say doctors still haven't figured out the right formula and call it a work in progress. But hopefully they're on the right track and she isn't going to be released too early. I am a very supportive of her getting the help she needs Absolutely. and feeling better. But I do want to ask, what was she on when she decided to record a cover version of I Love Rock and Roll? Yeah. It was for the movie, right? Was no. You go to hell, you son of a bitch. No. It wasn't for the boys in cars getting coffee with comedians. I don't, I don't even that? think that's the worst one. Cross. I think. My prerogative. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I was like. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a pretty good bit video. What was she on for my prerogative? Yeah. Does it say in your story? No. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, what movie was I thinking of that Crossroads. was Crossroads? But I thought it was Boys in Cars. With and comedians comedies. getting coffee. But Boys and Cars, was there a movie called... Yeah, Bo- Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Not Britney Spears at all, right? <laughs> but she was in Crossroads with Britney Spears. Drew that Barrymore? Was, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun little detour. Yeah. <laughs> a Crossroads, would you say? Woo! You guys. Dave and I saw Crossroads. We went to the theater together to see it. <laughs> oh, wow. The Britney Spears movie. I don't think I would wow. tell people that. That was fun. You guys, uh, how much time on average would you say you spend looking at a screen, whether it's your tablet, your laptop, or your phone? How many hours per day? I am 27 for me. I would be terrified to find out the number. Right? Yeah, I don't really would. It's too much. Because you figure it includes TV, right? A TV. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. So you figure people at nine to five jobs that mm-hmm. have a computer. Yeah. It's off and on off for and those on eight day. hours. Yeah, yep, sure. Then they get home. They're watching TV to relax. They're scrolling through Twitter. This number is so off. Americans spend an average of 5.5 hours per day on screens. Per, before noon. I wonder if that counts like people who don't have TV. People stuff like that. that don't work. 
Maybe. I don't know. People don't work. I would think would be watching TV all day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, it also emerged in the study that um, people who work 9 to 5 start to struggle with their eyesight by 2 p.m. That's when they're really, like, straining to look at things. They start getting headaches, that type of thing. But that brings me to this next story because... When you have when yeah. you have kids, we're all fired. <laughs> Go home, watch TV. No need for you to look at your computer anymore because you don't work yeah. here. Um, kids, you need them to quiet down. You plop them in front of a TV. You Easiest need them, thing in the world. Yeah, to zip their mouths. You hand them your phone. They can just look at a little screen. Right. God, God wouldn't have invented the Disney Channel if he didn't want parents to use it for babysitting. Absolutely. True. I mean, I think that's accurate. That's from the Bible. Oh, is it? Wow. (laughs) However, the World Health Organization has released new guidelines for technology use, and they say children should not spend any time looking at phones, tablets, or TVs until they're at least two years old. Oh, that makes sense. They're so far behind, though, with all the other kids. How will they know Fortnite? Yes. (sighs) But... If your kid doesn't get on Instagram until he's two, Jensen, Mm -hmm. he's going to be crap at it. Yeah, compared to the other kids. He's going to get no sponsored tummy tea ads. Right. Other kids are like, oh, I didn't see your story. Did you post anything? And I don't even know what that is. I drove by a building uh, in L.A. yesterday, Mm -hmm. and you guys will probably know it. Um, It's Tips and something, Tips and Tumblr or Tips and Trends or something like that. And they had a big sign on the side of the building that said, your selfie could make you a star. And I thought, so you're supposed to take classes there? To I don't know how to do selfies? Your selfie could make you a star, is Love what it. it was. What does it even mean? I don't know, but it kind of, I feel like it kind of dovetails with your story Oof. about the screen obsession. Yeah. Well, uh, the World Health Organization says that kids aged 2, 3, and 4 should have their screen time limited to just one hour per day. I mean, that's when I was watching all my, like, Croft superstars and stuff, right? My parents would go out. They'd be like, you'll be fine. Here's a bus pass. And I'm like, I'm three. Here's some smokes. Yeah. My dad would unwrap it from his shirt. And then kick he, a jukebox. Yeah, he was Schneider from <laughs> no, I thought he was Fonzie. Damn it, I went the oh, other way. Oh, that would be so much cooler if my dad was Fonzie. Why did I go Schneider? Your dad fixed he plumbing? He has a know. ton of uh, keys on a key ring. Guys. What other stories should we do? I don't know, but I feel based on what we've heard so far. Yeah. (laughs) No more? You're right. Uh, What about this, you guys? Jesse Smollett got an official endorsement from his castmates yesterday as Fox and the creative team weigh his return ahead of the series' likely renewal for sixth season. Terrence Howard, Taraji P. Henson, Gabourey Sidibe, and some other series regulars issued a strongly worded request that he not leave the show. That was another way of saying guilty. Yeah. Uh, By the way, last night's Empire might have been his last ever episode if he doesn't get written back in. I don't think he could get fired. I don't think so I've said this many times. He's guilty of nothing. Legally, they would have to. Yes. I don't know how code of conduct doesn't work if you're just a guy who got accused of something and then Mm -hmm. proved it didn't happen. Yeah, but isn't Chicago still um, suing him for the cost of the investigation and and everything? But I still think if if we start pulling people off TV because they're being sued, well... True. But it'll just be us on TV. Oh, Um, never mind. Oh, Kevin's being sued. Here we Goes not on the, the jury, apparently. Mm-hmm. No. All Kevin, right. Kevin, are you being sued? Yeah, no. let's talk about it. No, I just thought that would be funny. But what, for what? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
You oh. can't point on the air, Kevin. You tell me that all the time. I thought it was the only way to communicate with you. <laughs> Being sued for that. Stay on target. Stay on target. There's no target. You guys, this call morning. Now. Okay, call in. Huge announcement made from Jamaica outside of Ian Fleming's GoldenEye Villa, the place where he wrote all of the James Bond novels. Parts of Dr. No and Live and Let Die were also filmed in Jamaica. The big announcement? Some Bond 25 stuff. Yeah. We know about newcomers like Rami Malek, Flash's Dolly Bensala, Velvet Buzzsaw's Billy Magnuson. You've got Captain Marvel's Lashana Lynch. Wow, all the big names. All the big names. <laughs> but then you have a bunch of returning There's people. There's more? Uh, Ray Fiennes, he'll be M again. Right, now we're talking. Naomi Harris as Moneypenny. She's great. Ben Wishaw as Q. Phenomenal. Rory Kinnear as Tanner. Don't recall Rory. Oh, yeah, he was Tanner. Okay. <laughs> he takes point. pictures. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's no, Tanner, Tanner. That's a guy oh, over Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay. Very different. Jeffrey Wright is back as Felix. Killer. He was in Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Killer. Wright. We say Solace, but killer. Did I say Solace? Every day. Every time today, yeah. Interesting. Uh, again, this will be Daniel Craig's fifth time in the role of 007, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre. Uh, no, it's Spectre? Spectre? Yeah. Okay, kidding. I'm very that, excited that by this news, and I can't wait to find out what the movie's going to be called. Yeah, official title still under wraps, you guys. But we do know that when the film starts, he will not be on active service. He's enjoying himself in Jamaica. I hope it starts with just Daniel Craig laying on the beach, Huge split. Yeah, that'd be like, the best. Bumba <laughs> and everyone's like, what's happening? And then two dudes walk by holding up Bernie Lomax, who's <laughs> dancing. Yes! We just tie it all with. Clearly dead. He's doing the dead shimmy right now, and it's amazing. <laughs> wow. I mean, Barbara Broccoli, the producer, if you're listening right now, feel free to use that. Right? Just in the background, walks by. Just oh, that'd be quite funny. Yes. How do you guys think... Uh, a bunch of bobsledders cruising. Oh, yeah, bring it all together. Too. Like, that's good, too. All right, wow. guy with their suits on. Yes. How do you feel Bohemian Rhapsody Boy will be as a villain? Do um, you think that's good casting? Absolutely. I think he can do anything. Yeah, okay. his He's teeth, got the teeth are yeah. very villainous. Okay. Just saying. Because they've had great villains, Javier Bardem and mm -hmm. Mads Mikkelsen, and these yeah. most recent. I mean, they really do a killer job with the villains. Yeah, the one I saw, Mads was the villain in that one. He was great. Yeah, he was so good. Mm -hmm. A lot of card playing in that. I'm like, can we wrap up the card playing? It was playing? set in a casino. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some birthdays for you, Hank Azaria. Which uh, can we just for a minute? How great is he? I'm the only one watching Brockmire. No, but you're I'm telling not. You, it's no, phenomenal. you are not. It is amazing. And he's great. He's in it. he's stupendous. Yeah, stupendous. Yeah, Al Pacino, right? He's been in some stuff. Mm -hmm. He was in the movie that I saw. The Godfather, right? The Godfather, right? Renee Zellweger and Jason Lee, and that's what's happening. Thanks, Allie, and you drive home today. Let's do a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, a very riveting soup. What's up? Nope. Yes. I'm writing out my top five tonight. <laughs> top five soups. I, you really, you had infuriated Allie yeah, last night. You really I, did. It really did. We I, sent back notes about this back and forth, and I put, and you'll hear tomorrow, Hot Take Jones is back, because my top five is startling. Ridiculous. I literally wrote back, I quit. 
Yeah. It's that bad. And it's bad. true. And it's real. I mean, those were comedy answers. They but... had to be, Jensen. No, I swear to it's God. It's not possible. I'm telling you, that's what I, if I'm given soup, those are my first two picks. If you listen to one oh. Kevin and Bean show, don't make it tomorrow. Don't make it tomorrow. <laughs> that's, it's not going to be good. It's going to be ugly. Uh, keep it 100 because it's Friday and we've got your final pair of April Foolishness tickets as well. If you haven't bought yours yet, it is AXS.com. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.